we're not gonna be allowed to do this anymore. Welcome to Long and Hard. I'm super complicated. He's here, right here, (laughs) officer. Well, we already know that Tom has the biggest brain here. Yeah. The podcast you didn't know you needed in your life until now. I was 230 pounds. Nice. So much. We're all wearing jeans. There's so much piss on all these jeans. We're recording here. And okay, now we're. So now we can recording. Yeah. Share your thought. Oh, I was going to say, I almost <laughs> totally forgot. I mean, when you're just BSing like this, like, I know. you lose it pretty quick. But uh, no, uh, I was going to say, for the generation that grew up watching like South Park and Family Guy, to now spearhead the like offensive oh, kind of oh thing, it's God. like, what? <laughs> I fucking, I hate it. I hate it. I hate yeah. it so much. Yeah. I just, oh, it's the, it, like, I, 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 the only reason I even have social media anymore is to promote my comedy shows and my yeah. podcast. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't have it. Yeah, like a lot sure. of my friends have deleted it, and I'm like, dude, I'm so fucking jealous of you guys. It it's would just... be, yeah. I, I, we're in very much the same boat. Yeah, I've Both definitely are, thought about it, bro. Yeah, right. So thought. in in our real jobs and for the podcast sake, we kind of have to. Right? Yeah, like it's just the world now. It's, it's but, a necessary uh, evil now. Yeah, yeah sure, it is. Sure. I hate it though. But I mean, I'm sure you see that shit in the comedy world too. Is the whole like, oh, you can't say that on stage. Oh, it's like, come on, man, dude. It like so like I'll be honest. Like I'm like I, I'm probably the wrong comic to talk to this because yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a wuss. Like I'm oh, I'm a right. clean comic. I don't. I swear. You're a wuss? Yeah, I'm a total you got wuss. This guy on our show. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> and you're just like this guy's gonna be awesome, and yeah. like I'm actually offended by a lot of the things you said before the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and now that I've got a platform. Uh, uh, no, I, I'm like I'm one of the cleaner comics. Yeah, Other than sure. profanity, I work pretty yeah. clean. But I have a lot of respect for people that don't. Yeah, uh, yeah the guys yeah. that really push the envelope and work dirty. And like I have no patience for people that get offended mm-hmm. at yeah. a comedy mm-hmm. show. If you don't want a comic saying something, hire them. Yeah. And if you hire me, then you can say, hey, you can't talk about this, this, and this. And it's like that's fine. Mm-hmm. I signed the contract. Yeah, yeah, I sure. can't say. Sure. It. But to me, if you buy a ticket to go to a comedy club, yeah. you like to me that ticket comes with a waiver. That says you have no right to be offended. Like, and if you're oh, offended, definitely. then just like shut the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. keep it. To, you know what I mean? Like, we don't need to hear about it. Yeah. If you want to walk out and say that guy wasn't funny, totally. I've had many people do that to me. Like, that's yeah. totally fine. Do yeah. that. But don't walk out and be like, I can't. Like, you laughed at when I talked. You you laughed about the fat jokes. You laughed about the bald jokes. You laughed about the gay jokes. Yeah. But then I made a joke about gluten, <laughs> and you got and you lost your mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it, sure. oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. And it's a, and it, and we grew up with Family Guy and South Park. Yeah. And yeah. all that stuff. And and everyone was totally cool with it. I don't understand it. I just mm-hmm. people get offended for attention. Yeah. That's, so that's true. what it is. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Right. It, oh God. That, that pretty much puts the nail in the coffin right there, I think, actually. So, so when you say you're a cleaner comic, do you do a is lot that, of kids shows or like? Uh, I've done some, but <laughs> is that by design though? Like the clean yeah. comedy? That's well, just... it like you don't really like. There's a saying that like you don't pick your style; your style kind of picks you. Okay. And uh, like I'm a huge Jerry Seinfeld fan. I was about to say Seinfeld's all yeah. about yeah. clean. He's right? my favorite. So, He's yeah. my favorite. And yeah. like and so just when I started writing jokes, like I tried to write dirty mm-hmm. to start. And they were so bad. Dude. Oh, they were just the hackiest. Like, like honestly, I swear to God, one of the first jokes I ever wrote was, I don't understand why guys can't figure out vaginas. I was like, they're just holes. <laughs> and that was the joke. And it was so bad. And, like, it bombed. <laughs> and I was like, this is such a great joke. I'm so dirty. And, and no, fuck no. So just, like, <laughs> yeah. so now, like, I don't know if you guys can tell. Like, I've got a, a lazy eye. Mm. Like, I'm looking at, like, you in the door right now, right? So, like, I talk about that. I've got asthma. I'm short. Like, I, that's my jokes yeah. is that kind of stuff. Yeah, I talk yeah, about money sure, and taxes sure. yeah um and it's just because that's where i'm comfortable right yeah. you yeah. know it's we saw you one time at station you got, yeah we thought you were fucking oh, hilarious yeah, enjoyed it. It was dude i've bombed good, there I so thought. many times <laughs> yeah were you there on uh, sterling
Sterling Scott night or which night were you on? Uh, no, no, not it was when... the week before. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When no. they just had a good lineup or whatever. Sterling so. smashes, man. Oh god. Yeah. That guy's a monster. Yeah. He's so he's, sick. He's yeah. good. Yeah. He uh, because we had seen him before doing like it was like a spot so he was clearly just like working on stuff or refining it but then for that christmas show when he did his like a uh, full set yeah, as yeah. far as i could tell like it was it was pretty killer buddy yeah he's really good when he so. swings for the fences i yeah. mean like honestly like when he's just working on stuff he's yeah. better oh, he's still funny he's anyways. better than 80 percent of us yeah. but when yeah. he brings his a game and swings oh yeah he's pretty untouchable right yeah. i would say he's the best in edmonton but there are other headliners in edmonton that would see this clip and be like oh i'm never fucking working yeah. out of blank again he's <laughs> yeah, not going but, <laughs> so, yeah. but he's so he's one of the best for yeah. sure oh, so yeah. awesome yeah. yeah, he was working on content that night, and I think he ended the joke with, like, I don't even have an end to this joke, but you guys made it feel like there's it's got potential or something, and that's enough. And he's like, <laughs> and that's the end of the show. It Beautiful. Was, it was amazing. Yeah, it, was like, it was just like, yep. only this guy can make that whole I was just going to say, yeah. you know how good you have to be yeah. to be closing out the show? And usually, like, when you close out a show, you want to be the best comic. Yeah. And then, no matter where you are, you want to close with your best joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for you, for him to smash so hard that he closes out the show with a thought and is like, I don't even know how this is going to end, but that's good enough. You guys are great. I'm like, if I did that, people would be like, we're never working with this fucking guy again. But Sterling, you're like, when can we get you back to hear the rest of that fucking joke? He's, uh, I hate him. Yeah. But he's so good. He's so fucking, he just make, he's been doing it forever. He makes yeah. it look so fucking easy, man. Yeah, man, no kidding. We had a. Uh, you, you ever work with Leo? Leo. Yeah, younger guy. Uh, Leo Langford. Langford. Yeah. Yo, dude. Oh yeah. my God. Yes. He he came on our show. We did a long and hard like recap show for Sober October on, in November. Okay. Yeah. He came on and he literally forgot a joke, and he was like, "I remember the joke," and you know how he. Oh yeah, his cadence of dude. Oh my, I, god, oh my god, he's so so. I he's he's a newer comic, yeah, and he's great. And yeah. I like dude, I, he's unbelievable. I, he's so like funny. Him, yeah. He's got such a unique like. The way he talks and yeah, his mannerisms. Yeah. I, I judged a comedy competition last year at the Grindstone Comedy Festival, okay. and okay. Leo was in it. Yeah, and it was my first time ever seeing Leo. Uh, yeah, and he goes up, and I he finishes it, he comes off, and then they go to the judges every few com- comics, and they're just like, sure. so "What do you guys think of the?" And, I, and when yeah. they got to me, I was like, "Dude, Leo, you're fucking, you're like Rocky." I was like, "You're phenomenal." I was like, oh, "My name is Leo, and my my shoe is stuck in a tree." And I was like, and everyone just, I was like, "Dude, you're the never change that, like That's never amazing. change that." That's awesome. And then he talks about how his name Rocky. is compared to Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles. He's like, you know what, the only Leo is and it's like it's Leo from the Ninja Turtles and yeah. he's like I can't beat that and I was like dude I fucking love this kid like <laughs> well, I said I noticed your tattoo oh, buddy. Well, I'm so. a ninja I'm a Ninja Turtle fanatic it's no oh, yeah. I'm you know it's I'm a 36 year old 10 year old so <laughs> but we aren't, grew up with them aren't yeah. we all right like who doesn't like the yeah, Ninja Turtles yeah. I mean so true. or you're yeah I mean people just kind of get bigger you still love all your childhood Oh yeah, things right. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's awesome. It's just well, like if you guys, I don't know, like because you guys are twenty six. Yeah. yeah. So did you guys? You guys didn't grow up with like the eighties cartoon, then the early nineties like hokey turtles cartoon. No, they no, do like revamps no. every yeah, fucking yeah. five. 10 yeah, they years, do. Like, yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, so like the O two turtles is the best one. Okay. That's the one where they have solid white eyes. They look a little bit more mature. It's fucking great. Yeah. But like I have this a whole the whole original eighties nineties series on DVD at home. I got it. Yeah. It was like a Christmas present for my mom. Yeah. And cool. she was like, "Oh, you're gonna love it." It comes in like the old turtle van and stuff. And I was like, "This is so cool." Oh, and man. I watched one of like the thirty discs, and I was like, "You know what? You're staying in my memories because yeah. this that's exactly this sucks." <laughs> like I was like, "This is not." Yeah. I was like, "You just all you did was this. You just got me hooked on your fucking drip." And yeah. I was like, "This is not good." Yeah. But 
I don't know. It's we all have that though. The shows yeah. you watch as a kid just don't go back. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. There's a lot of things that are like sometimes better left as memories. I remember one time I went camping, but I bought pop tarts for whatever reason to mm-hmm. eat the next day, and like me and my buddies are eating them, and we just kind of are like eating them, looking at each other, and we're like, I think we remember these being way better oh, <laughs> than they were. I really, oh, that, I haven't had a pop tart in 15 years. Yeah, that breaks did, my heart, though. Did, did, did <laughs> leave it leave, that way. Like, I was like, yeah. as you said that, I was like, fuck yeah, I could go for a pop yeah. tart, and you're like, no, you couldn't. Yeah, Trust no, me, no. Kind of, it was a little underwhelming. It's so, a uh, really sugary cracker. It fucking sucks. So you do a video game podcast. So do you do yeah. a lot of like a lot of reviews, of, like older video games, then too, or yeah, yeah? Well, like so the whole concept of like so there's so many. I mean, we and were then, talking about because your retro gaming specifically yeah. right so yeah. do you have fuck do you this have kind of literally into what we're just talking about. well yeah exactly it works really well yeah. but uh do, do you have like kind of boundaries for what you call like retro i guess uh, or oh. well like so in the community uh i think most people consider like the xbox playstation 2 gamecube that era anything As retro i think there that's about the cusp Sheesh. like if you get any newer yeah. than that that's not retro okay. anymore you know what i mean like we we that primarily yeah, yeah like we try to do like the original nintendo super nintendo sega genesis yeah. playstation yeah. right that kind of stuff okay um so we try to stick to that old stuff but there's so many fucking video game podcasts yeah. out there like so many yeah. and so uh i was telling you guys like i used to have a solo podcast mm-hmm. it just sucked it was oh fuck it was so bad uh and i was like i really want to keep doing podcasts but I, I was like what do i and the only other things i know anything about other than me which is what the first podcast was about which is why no one fucking listened to it mm-hmm. the only other po- the only other things i know anything about are video games and pro wrestling okay. that's the only other things and then i maybe comedy and i honestly don't know that much about comedy i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> uh, so i was like let's talk about video games and so there's so i listen to some retro video game podcasts yeah. and they're like they're like i don't know how to like they're like they're like history lessons you know, they're like, oh, well, so in 1986, oh. so-and-so in Japan thought Started a great game about this it. and this. Oh, okay. And I was yeah. like, I don't want to do that because I don't want to do homework because that's yeah. fucking boring. Yeah. That's the opposite of what video games are. Like, homework exactly. is the antithesis to video yeah. games, really. I, like, right? I have no interest in doing that shit. And yeah. I, frankly, I don't even want to listen to it. Like, I don't care. I want to yeah. know about the game. And so, like, I, I came up with the name. It was literally, it was the reason we call it Remember the Game is because I was like, I want it to be a podcast where it's just nostalgia, where I'm like, hey, do you remember the game Mega Man? Like, do you remember mm-hmm. the game Sonic? Yeah, and, yeah. And sure. then actually, uh, one of my buddies was like, dude, you should just call it Remember the Game. And so that's what it is. And every week, it's just a pal of mine and I. We have no notes. We do no homework. Other mm-hmm. than maybe I replay the game right. if I have access to it. Yeah. Um, and, and we interrupt each other. And like, you know when you get really excited about something and you're sitting yeah. around with your buddy and you're like, oh, you remember this thing? And you remember, mm-hmm. that's all it is. And we yeah. get so worked up. And so if it's a good game, we get excited about like, oh, yeah. I remember like, like in Super Mario World, you could get a cape and you could fly. I was so fucking cool. And then if it's a bad game, I get like, I get, it's the only thing I get fired up about. It, <laughs> I, get, I think it pisses my girlfriend off because she's like, off. she's like, we can get like bent over by like a bank or something and you don't even blink. You're just like, oh, I don't know. I guess that's what we have to pay. But she's like, God forbid Nintendo doesn't put a star in this level of your game. And I'm like, well, it's terrible fucking design. And I pay for it. So, so that's all it is. It's just, it's old games yeah. and yeah. it's just me and my buddies arguing about them frankly um and <laughs> awesome. we do and we do and i'm gonna call it pop tart syndrome we run into that sometimes where like you remember this game like being so badass and then you fired up and play it and you're like uh, this sucks and yeah, so you know what i mean yeah. and it's like and it hurts because yeah. i don't want to go on there and be like hey, my most childhood like my most treasured childhood yeah. memory is shit but yeah fair enough yeah. so what's your favorite game of all time super mario world 
Okay. Yeah, for the Super Nintendo. That's Fair. that game is to right. me that game is a masterpiece. Yeah. Like it's so that was the game we did for episode one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which sucked. Like you, we were talking about the early days of your oh, podcast yeah. Yeah. and how you're still learning what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I had the guest actually yesterday. I had the guest from episode one on the show to do an episode. It's like episode 83 or 84. Sure. And we were yeah. talking about how bad episode one was. <laughs> and he was like, you know what it is? He's like, that's season one of The Simpsons of yes. your podcast. Yeah, where exactly. he's like, you don't yeah. really... You're, like, you're figuring it out. You're right? Because yeah. like, are you guys Simpsons guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody is, right? Yeah, At least for sure. the good years anyway. Yeah. Right? You go back and watch season one now and you're like... This was funny. <laughs> yeah, right? you're like, like this how, how did they get season two out of this? You're right? Like, right? Oh, they're yeah. they're so. made of rubber and Homer's voice is weird. And yeah, you're like, what the yeah. fuck is this? Uh, but yeah, so we did Super Mario World for episode one. And at the end of every episode, we give it a score. Mm-hmm. And we just pick a random... Like, it could be, like, there's 86 levels, so how many levels out of 86 would you give this game? Like, yeah. we always pick just a random thing. <laughs> yeah. But Super Mario World got a perfect score, and I swore I would never give another game, another game a perfect score. Nice. And there's probably been another half a dozen where I'm like, the only reason you're not getting a perfect score is because I swore I, I, I'm a man of my word, yeah. but I'm like, yeah. fuck, yeah. I, I don't know. Do you guys, are you guys big gamers? Like, you guys have? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We, uh, I mean, I would say... Um, not so much anymore. But yeah, like, not anymore. Yeah. Right? Oh, but uh, grew, grew up doing it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And even in moderately recent years, right? So, and like, uh, just because, um, how do I put this? Like, that, because that Xbox, GameCube, PS2 age was kind of our, like, adolescent years. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of, like, right on the fringe of some of those retro games. Yeah. Of, like, yeah. w- what we came up with. Like, we, we right. missed a lot of the 64-bit stuff and all yeah. that. Like, like, I played them, but, like, I yeah. don't remember yeah. them. Yeah. Fuck, that's sense. so, like... Because yeah. yeah. when I said that was retro, and you're like, what? And I was yeah. like, what the fuck you mean, what? Yeah, well, those are retro. But then I thought, I was like, yeah, yeah you guys grew up yeah. playing those. Well, it makes but, me feel yeah, old I would to consider think it retro. Is retro. Yeah, yeah. It is. Well, no, yeah. you... Because uh, I listened to your episode on uh, Halo 1, Yeah. right? And that was... uh But I only ever played... Because I actually... So... Um, I only ever played Halo kind of retroactively. Like, I started at Halo 3, and then... What was that? I don't know. It was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I hit, what did the something fuck was fall that? over? Something did just fall over there. That TV screen thing fell over. This one here? Yeah. Oh, okay. It didn't break. Yeah. I don't okay. Like, oh, okay. That's we're fine. <laughs> Interesting. As long as the ceiling is still up. Where's a yeah. ghost? <laughs> hey, well, I'm, I like, go. uh, I'm like, what the sorry. fuck did we just break that we have to pay Josh's dad back for? But, uh, sorry to interrupt you with the ghost. Uh, what was I saying? You were talking about playing Halo. Red oh, Red yeah, Red yeah. So, yeah. so I kind of only played those games like after playing Halo 3, so I didn't play them until I was like a little bit older kind of thing. God. But yeah, Loser. I know, yeah. I know. I wasn't allowed to play M-rated games till I was like 15, 16, because then the rating was like 17 plus, so I could be like, okay, mom, like I'm right. I'm close enough. Yeah. Jesus. Like... You guys make me feel so fucking old. Dude, well, Halo 1 would have came out 2001, Yeah, and I would have been seven fucking years old. I just graduated high school when yeah. fucking Halo came out. And yeah, I, yeah. and like, why? Why am I the old guy now? What the fuck happened? Well, that was we the can whole still uh, reminisce. I don't know. Like, I've listened to a few of your episodes. I, I quite enjoy it. And yeah. then, because... Are you? Would you say you're a little more of like a nin- Nintendo oh, guy? I'm yeah. like I'm a fanboy yeah. through yeah. and through. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo. Because like. a few of those, like we never had N64 or GameCube at my house. Like we were always Xbox. Right. So so I only ever played those games like f- when I went to a friend's house, kind of thing. Right, so right. it's not quite my. Uh, that's not my team so so yeah. much. Not that I don't enjoy those, but uh, no, I get it though. Like because yeah. I'm the same way with like Atari and Cle- like those old like I yeah. like I was. 
I had an original Nintendo when I was like four or five. I played oh, Super Mario Brothers, right? And that's yeah. when I started. Yeah. And so like when I do get someone that messages me and they want to come on and talk Atari, I'm like, that's I don't that's too old. I don't fucking play that. Oh, yeah. Like you know what I mean? So like when you guys are like, oh sure. the Xbox yeah. is where I start. Yeah. That's holy fuck. I was in high school in the fucking Xbox. See, I got know? a lot of Super Mario World through uh, Game Boy games, like Game Boy, mm-hmm. Game Boy Advance, because they remade them all the time or whatever. Yeah. So I definitely played a lot of those older ones, but they were new to me at the time, I yeah. guess, right? So. Well, they're timeless. Everybody's played Mario. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, Mario is right. a fucking icon, man. It's timeless. Yeah. So you Can't go wrong with that. So what, You got a favorite game? I was going to ask you first, but yeah, I think actually Halo is probably my favorite game of all time. Halo's pretty rad. Dude, Halo built the... Like, Xbox wouldn't exist today without yeah. Halo. Yeah, well, Halo absolutely. also almost built, like how first person shooters yeah like, it did work now yeah too. it did Truly. dude yeah. like because you said you guys didn't have a 64 back then like we first person like the first first person shooters i remember playing is like goldeneye yeah yeah, yeah. On no, my I 64. exactly remember that and yeah. it was one joystick and then those buttons yeah. right and then i remember going to my buddy's place and playing halo yeah and it's like every game is that two joystick thing now, different. Right? Yeah. yeah but i was like what the fuck this is weird why, yeah, why the fuck yeah, would anyone make it like this like... and halo revolutionized it yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a like i mean there's a lot of playstation fanboys out there that shit on like i'm not listen when i say i'm a nintendo fanboy Mm-hmm. Like I have a PlayStation, I have an Xbox. I'm yeah. I'm a nerd. That's yeah. I just love Nintendo more for sure. For um, sure. But like to deny what Halo did is yeah. is blasphemy. Yeah. Like fuck off. It pretty Absolutely. much made like the first person shooter 3D almost how it could. Yeah, be. and and like, like effectively. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and immersive. it stands up. Oh yeah, dude, that game is still fun to fucking. Oh, it's, it's amazing, so much fun to play man. today. Yeah. So yeah. How about you? I would honestly, I would say the same yeah. uh, at the risk of sounding like Halo? a copycat. But yeah. granted, so. I, I would say Halo, but then close second for my favorite se- series is Mass Effect, for sure. Oh, I don't know, Did you ever play? Oh, yeah. I, I don't think you ever played that. No, no I tried no. to get into it. I was like, yeah. uh, no. Yeah. One I, one was good, albeit a little slow at times. Yeah, two, for sure. Two, Mass Effect 2 is one of the greatest amazing. games ever made. It's Absolutely. a yeah. And then 3, three was, was good like 80% of the way through and then it's they kind of ruined it. Right? It's <laughs> that fucking... So, I know. And I was yeah. like, I don't know how they could have ended it to make it good. Especially yeah. when the ending to, to Mass Effect 2 was so spectacular. Mm-hmm. Where you do that raid yeah. and it's all depending on what team you built and who's yeah. like... And then 3 was just... The bar was too high. Yeah. It was yeah. impossible. True, true, so, true. For yeah. sure. Good... Oh, dude. Mass Effect. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Good yeah. pull. That yeah. was well done. Thank you. Thank you. The See. hours I spent between Halo, like the series of Halo and RuneScape... <laughs> I I could probably get three years of my life back. Though. Oh, dude, absolutely. Yeah. Is it yeah. like you yeah. know what? Okay, so it's funny you say that because I struggle with that because like I've, I've said before, like dude, the amount of hours I put into playing Tony Hawk games, yeah, I could oh, speak yeah. I could speak a second language if I put that time into learning. <laughs> like you know, like it's so. And then and yeah. instead, I can't even stand up on a skateboard. Yeah, but yeah. if you're like, here's a controller, can you do some tricks? I'm like, oh, I'll fucking show oh, you. Yeah. You know I'll what I mean? Like the most up. useless yeah. thing there yeah. is. <laughs> um, and one of the things I struggle with a lot, legit, because like I I consider myself a borderline video game addict. Like I, I'm always thinking about them. I play, yep. that's all I do. I don't watch TV. Yeah. Uh, I read, but if I'm not reading, I'm playing a video game. Like mm-hmm. that's all I do. And I, and I legitimately think about that sometimes. And I'm like, am I like, is this a problem? Like, am I wasting too much time? Especially now that I don't have a day job and I just do comedy. Yeah. Like I'm home all day yeah. oh, and yeah. every day I got to send emails and do my writing and, yeah. you know, sure. and, and comedy stuff. Yeah. Um, but from the minute I wake up, I'm trying to be like, okay, what's the least amount I have to get done before I can play some video games? And it's a problem. Like, it is a problem. Yeah, but yeah. I'm like, I don't want to quit. It's yeah. too much fun. I, and like, and it doesn't, I don't feel like it's, it's ruining my life. I don't miss gigs because I'm playing video games or anything yeah, like right, that. And right. frankly, like, is video game addiction, like, I mean. It's it, a topic of much debate. For, it, it really sure. is. Yeah. And, and there's certainly worse things like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not putting a needle in my arm or I'm not mm-hmm, going to the mm-hmm. casino every night and blowing all my money. Yeah. I just really like to play video games. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, that's totally fair. Yeah. So yeah. who cares? Yeah. Yeah. But I just laugh to myself sometimes. I'm like, 
125 days yeah. played or whatever. Bunny. Yeah. Oh, shit. That <laughs> was like, uh, or especially games where like, because some games you could go and look at your time played, but you had to like get into it. Yeah, yeah. But because uh, I played Skyrim quite a bit and uh, uh, on the save file, it tells you how many hours and minutes Bunny. you have played and you're just like, Jesus Christ. That's normal now. Yeah. Nintendo yeah. now, uh, I just got it. In January, they email you uh, like your Nintendo year. And it shows you all the hours you played and the most games you played. No it's, and dude, wow. I played over 700 hours of Switch this year, which Shit. I broke down by day. And I'm going to throw my nephew under the bus because when he comes to visit, he plays my Switch. Okay. So I was like, okay. a week of okay. that okay. is him. A okay. week right. of that. Right. But I added it up. It was 28 days of the year I spent playing Switch. Nice. And I was like, that's too, like, that was when I was like, fuck, that's. And that's just my Switch. That's not my Xbox or yeah. anything. I was like, I play a lot of retro games now, like yeah. for the podcast and shit. Yeah. I was like, fuck that's a lot of video game but i was like but is <laughs> yeah. it a problem like i'm not right, like, right yeah. I'm, i don't know if it's i don't know maybe it is i don't well, know well that that is because you even touched on it because that is um like obviously video game addiction pretend it's real for a minute you know it's not as like your body won't develop a physical dependency per se compared to like heroin, heroin or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> right it's always <laughs> but, heroin yeah it's always <laughs> yeah. like it's never crack or it's always yeah, heroin no, that's, that's the, the one that's the that's the bar <laughs> but uh you know fr- from that um <sighs> how to how do i say this um like the kind of threshold of addiction is uh if you are missing work and it's affecting uh the, the rest of your life yeah. uh in a negative way right like yeah. you're letting it affect your uh essentially basically stop quitting what you're doing sorry this guy's i know <laughs> yeah. yeah i was watching it's good it's good um <laughs> but there are people that do do oh, like yeah, i mean there's like sure. websites about like world of warcraft widows or something and it's people that like have missed no, their too. weddings and wow. shit to fucking play world <laughs> of warcraft Holy shit. and i'm like listen seriously I, is that a real i swear thing? to god look it up and, like, wow, and, I, and I, I would never I, i'm never gonna make fun of someone for the games they want to play because i'm yeah, a video game yeah, geek sure. i love it i'm like yeah. dude i know world of warcraft is even is. in a nerdy hobby it's the nerdiest of the nerdy yeah. hobby yeah, yeah. Exactly. but i'm like dude i don't care go play if that's what the game yeah, you like go you play like. world of sure. warcraft yeah. but when you're missing your wedding or missing out on shit to play world of warcraft yeah. like i think that that's damn maybe that's when you could that's say uh, you have a problem yeah, yeah that's bad yeah or just uh like either a legitimate problem or just kind of ridiculous like <laughs> seriously but uh, it's it's a little yeah. bit of both yeah, yeah <laughs> but like, absolutely but, yeah. but now like now the problem is it's bleeding into like because now with video game first of all having games on this fucking thing mm-hmm. right sure. like everyone yeah. has got a mini arcade in their pocket yeah and all the games today are designed to get you to, to buy loot boxes and buy yeah, items and spend money on that let's get fucking into that man yeah. dude let's and get into that that's sure. a problem yeah. yeah like that's that is fucking ruining people's lives right yeah. like yeah. i mean yeah, it's one thing to be a, a dude in your 20s or your 30s and be like, I don't want to go to the bar tonight, or I don't want to go to the Oilers game tonight. Which you fucking nobody wants to go to an Oilers game anymore anyway. But uh, <laughs> you're like, I want to stay home and play Halo. It's like, okay, sure. that's fine. Yeah. yeah. But like when you're 10 and you have no self control at all, like mm-hmm. when I was 10, my mom at points would come down and turn off my Nintendo and be like, go outside, yeah. and that'd yeah. be fine. I oh, go yeah. play street yeah. hockey and it'd be yeah. fine. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you do that to a kid? When, when as soon as you turn off their phone, they'll grab their iPad. If they yeah. turn off their yeah. iPad, they'll grab dad's phone. You know what I mean? Sure. And then when they get on these phones, it, they can gamble. Because they can buy loot boxes and buy items and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, kids can gamble now, yeah. right? Yeah. And there's stories of people spending hundreds and thousands of dollars on these items Because kid was shit. on Candy Crush or whatever. Candy yeah. Crush, dude. Yeah. It's it's And that's becoming a Clash problem. Clash of Clans. But it's not even like on this, too. It's like an, on legitimate games that you're buying and actually paying $60 for for a AAA game. Oh, fuck. They're having the huge issue with, uh, well, uh, Star Wars Battlefront, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was the notorious example, yeah. for sure. F- FIFA is another one. Yeah. Like, right, right. Every, like, actually, why? yeah, or like... 
is NHL the same? You yeah. buy like the card packs yeah. or whatever, yeah. and it's just it's it's gambling. It's yeah. it's, it's it's it literally is gambling. I guess it is, yeah. And you're I didn't and, even think of it and that it's way. and it's one thing if like I like I have minimal sympathy for a thirty year old adult sure. that can't control their impulses and buys too many loot boxes in in Fortnite. I'm like yeah. I yeah. you're an idiot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm like you yeah. should have turned it off. But like it's different when you're when you're twelve and you don't know and you can say well it's up the parents to watch them and stuff like that. But it's it. Come on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like my mom oh, yeah. didn't watch me play You're my fucking games all the, all the whole time, time right? So. Uh, that's becoming, and I don't know what they do. Like we've talked about it on my podcast, and mm-hmm. people have been like, "What do you think?" And I'm like, "Because the companies are entitled to make money, right? Sure. Like that's yeah. their that's their livelihood. Yep. Uh, it, it they're they have a legitimate argument in saying that's well, the parents should make sure the kids can't get into it. Mm-hmm. But they also they do everything in their power to make it where like. Every time you go to a load screen or wait for a game to start or something, they're like, hey, yeah. buy some costumes. Yeah, yeah, buy yeah, the, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. And they make it flashy and easy yeah. to do. And yeah. and it's two clicks. It's yeah. it's yeah. not even a process. It's such an easy impulse buy now, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, that's a problem. So yeah. maybe that's where video game addiction is going to go. It's not about playing games. It's about you're buying too much shit mm-hmm. in your video yeah. games. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. I think the issue, too, is like, well, maybe if you're going to actually do that feature, then you need them to be... Well, if it's gambling and if it's legislated as gambling, then maybe, oh, well, you can't have that feature until you actually prove that you're age verified. Age yeah, yeah. Or whatever or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, in theory, you can always just uh, scroll down on the age thing or take yeah. your parents' credit card or That's whatever, it, right? right? So, and it's becoming yeah. a, because like, more and more countries are talking about legislation when it comes to this kind of sure. stuff, right? Yeah. Um, Interesting. But yeah. It's, it's a tricky slope, though, because it's like, on one hand, you're right. But on the other hand, who. Like, is the government allowed to step in and tell a business how you can't sell your product? Can't yeah. make money You know what I mean? Like, you yeah, can't, yeah, you can't, sure. like, like, so it's like, hey, the government, we can sell all the cigarettes we want to sell that are killing people and we'll make a fortune off of them, mm-hmm. but you can't sell costumes in Fortnite. That's yeah. ruining lives. Yeah. Like, how do you make that argument? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, and sure. I know a kid can't walk into a store and buy cigarettes. I understand that. But technically a kid can't log on to Fortnite and buy the costume either. Yeah. It's just easier for them to do it. So, I think it's yeah. also become the choice of revenue for a lot of these companies too, because it's, it's continual revenue. Where it's it like, is. Versus a one-time buy. Dollar game plus 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 Dude, plus. Dude, it is. It yeah. is like Nintendo. Like has been. They were the last. Like one of the last companies to kind of get on board with this stuff. Sure. And like, yeah. and I and I'm I'm proud of them. Like I'm proud to be a Nintendo fan for that. They put out a quality product. Mm-hmm. Their games will hardly ever drop in value. Yeah. Like if you went to the store right now, EB Games, and tried to buy like a, a five year old Nintendo game, you're still gonna be playing pretty close to full price. Really? Yeah. They don't fuck around because uh. they know that the game is. You're going to get a quality product for your money. Mm-hmm. But now they've started to release mobile games. There's like a Dr. Mario game. There's a Mario Brothers game. There's Mario Kart, stuff like that. Mm. And I read, a, and, I'm, and I'm pulling the numbers out of my ass, but they made like over a billion dollars in in-game purchases last year mm-hmm. and you know that that's not all adults right so now right, even yeah, they've yeah. realized like at the end of the day this is an incredibly lucrative financial yeah, yeah. stream right <laughs> like it, it how right it's, it's there's so much revenue in it how the fuck and i don't know how do you tell a company they can't do that mm-hmm. i don't know how you like is yeah. that not oh, are yeah. you kind of stepping on toes doing that right yeah yeah, yeah it's interesting it's a funny predicament how like it's gone like games are it's not your game or whatever anymore it's like free up front and then you're like oh it's a free game but then when you think about it like you know Fortnite. like i played that a few summers ago when it was popular and by the end of it i kind of went back and looked i'm like fuck i spent almost 200 bucks on this game right like that's and that's a free to play game yeah yeah, Yeah, man so that has become like a lot of companies that's new you make it free yeah because then anyone can play it yeah and then you get them right you get them hooked and it's just it's it's i like i hate it i fucking i hate that that's what i love about old games 
is like mm-hmm. I, I go and play Super Mario World yeah. and whatever I paid to get my hands on Super Mario World, that is it. Yeah. And there's yeah. no updates and there's yeah. no fucking yeah. DLC or anything. Yeah. It's, there, there's something to that because my thing is like uh, the endless world of an online game, like whether it's Call of Duty or whatever, like mm-hmm. just online multiplayer, like it's an endless vortex, right? There's yeah. no real finish line, right? Even yeah. if you get to the mm-hmm. highest level, you can still just play all the time, right? Mm-hmm versus Super Mario World has like a start and an end kind of thing, right? You yeah. know, it's easier to kind of be like, okay, I'm done with this for today, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> I've given up so, endless games. Yeah. I don't play them anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't play sports games anymore. Yeah. I love yeah. sports games, mm-hmm. and I don't play them anymore. Um, I don't play, like, Minecraft. I actually really got into Minecraft for a little while. Oh, yeah. Because I, nice. I know a lot of people laugh at me when I tell them that, but I'm like, dude, yeah, if you've so. never played, it's video game Lego. Oh, I know. Fucking, it's for sure. It would fucking be. incredible. Yeah. PewDiePie made his yeah. entire career on that. Dude, yeah. he made a lot of money well, playing fucking Minecraft. Yeah, huge, huge comeback. Well, it was even in the... Sorry, not to totally go off topic, but because in YouTube Rewind last year or whatever they were talking about the most popular games and the crazy part is is uh minecraft actually was and like that game came out in 2011 or something dude, like that yeah <laughs> right so that and dude that game like the guy sold it to microsoft the guy sold the, the guy that originally created minecraft sold the company i can't remember the name of the company maybe my or something yeah like yeah, yeah something like that he sold it to microsoft oh so really? now microsoft owns uh, minecraft mm. and they put it on everything yeah and it's, it's kind of a cool thing because like you don't see like microsoft sony and nintendo are the three big game companies and you don't like you're not going to see mario on xbox mm-hmm. you know what i mean you're not going to see halo on a playstation a lot of those exclusive yeah. things are exclusive minecraft is on everything because right, minecraft right, has right. become such a phenomenon mm-hmm. that microsoft is like well why the fuck would we not want to sell this game to everybody you know what i mean like there's yeah. so much money to be made in it but i try to stay away from those endless games because yeah. i hate the feeling of playing four hours of a game and then I'm like I didn't even get any closer to finishing the game. Like yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I so literally did do. nothing. Yeah, I just spun yeah. my time. But a lot of games are going that route too. Like there's almost no campaign in a lot of these online games. More anymore. and more of them. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I, I just like I don't play a lot of online shooters yeah. or anything. I'm partially because I'm fucking terrible, dude. <laughs> oh my god, I'll tell you. Like oh, when you fucking log on to like Call of Duty and you get just worked by some twelve year old that's calling me like the most vulgar names. <laughs> that I'm like, how the fuck do you even know what that word means? And yeah. they're throwing these Where words at me. Yeah, and I'm like, like don't you have to like go to school and then they're like don't you have to go to work and i'm like you're a fucking idiot like, just log <laughs> off. like, like, I'm like this know, is work <laughs> yeah like i am working shut the fuck up uh it's just yeah i don't it's it's games have changed so much it's just yeah. and it's but the thing that's cool about it is it's not it's not lame to play video games anymore mm-hmm. like the, like it was like when i was a kid yeah. if you was like a, i was a nintendo fan and like i was i was a nerd like i yeah. was i was yeah. a loser uh whereas now like it's it's so mainstream mm-hmm. like it's absolutely it, i yeah. sit here right now and say like yeah i love playing xbox and switch and stuff people are like yeah it's video games yeah. that's yeah, what everybody not, right? you know everyone wanted help right so right a, a exactly. lot of people do right so it's fucking you, whole new world man you do yeah. pc gaming no no. Uh, I dude, I catch shit for that too. PC Master Race, PC yeah. Master yeah, Race, yeah. you fucking. They're still the geeks of a nod geeky. Yeah. Ho- you I know what agree. it is? I don't get it. I don't get it. No. Yeah. I do not. I and I don't mean I don't get the cool because I think I'm like, dude, I would love to have like a fucking computer that could do everything and I could stream yeah. and record yeah. and all that stuff. I don't understand. When I like, I, I looked into buying a computer about a year ago, yeah. and my buddy was like, "Well, you got to have a processor that does X Y Z, and I need a SSD HD." <laughs> memory sticks and i'm like i don't i just want to buy the game and put it in my thing and play all it yeah, yeah those are all things yes <laughs> like, i don't know those are real words <laughs> i don't no, get it i'm I, i'm totally the same like Buddy. it's and i don't think of gaming as like this like it's to me it's 
Bruh. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's because yeah. you guys have never played a game in 1440p at 144 hertz. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I was say, that is. I think you just insulted me, but I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know what the fuck that means. I'm like, what'd you call me? Like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Who do you call? I don't, I just, I've never understood. Dude, I, yeah. it's crazy being a gamer like I am. I don't understand technology. Like, yeah. we were talking about this before we started the show, like with podcasting. Uh, when I decided I wanted to podcast, I, I I I bought like a couple of mics and a stand, and I bought a little mixer and everything. Mm-hmm. And I like I basically locked myself in a room for like two days and just YouTube and Googled, and I was like, I'm gonna learn how to fucking yeah. do yeah. this. And I still don't really know what I'm doing, but I at least have a basic concept of it. You yeah. can get something out there though. Like, yeah, I can. I can. Yeah. You can hear my voice. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know how, but yeah. you can. Fu- I don't know how this works, but you can fucking hear it. <laughs> um, I've never understood technology. The only cool thing now is with YouTube, you you can literally learn how to do anything. So- true man right yeah, oh yeah exactly right like, so. are you guys handy like are you guys good with your like no you guys... but i could be bro yeah, <laughs> yeah right yeah, exactly. that's it how youtube it right dude that's it man like i fucking it's like there's no excuse anymore yeah like there's just no ex- other than if you don't want to try you know like my girlfriend and i had a leaky toilet like three or four years ago yeah. and my girlfriend right away was like adam please just call somebody yeah because she knows like please don't <laughs> like and i was like no no you know what we have a second bathroom yeah. where if worst case you can still use that i'm gonna yeah. fix this fucking toilet and it literally took me like 12 hours yeah. I had to go to Home Depot three times because yeah. I bought the wrong parts twice. I had this whole toilet like off the floor, like rebuilding it, all just to replace the <laughs> yeah. seal at the bottom. Oh yeah. But at the end of the day, like I put it all back together, and we and I was like, "You ready?" And Shaylee, like my girlfriend, was just like, "No, I don't even want to be near this." <laughs> and I flushed it, and nothing happened. And I was like, "I fixed." I literally nice. cannot swing a hammer, and I fixed the fucking toilet because yeah. of YouTube. Feels yeah. good, bro. Bro, I good. felt yeah. like such a. I was just walking around flexing. I was it like, "I'm a so man." Good. It does yeah. feel good. We uh. So one of our first uh, business ventures together with another friend of ours <laughs> years ago, uh, in the summer we made like an irrigation company, like little lawn irrigation systems okay. for like houses. And we had, <laughs> and then we came up with this idea. It's like, okay, does anyone know how to install an <laughs> irrigation system? <laughs> no. That's beautiful. YouTube, right? And then there were a few times where we were there. And we were doing a job like in someone's yard, and we're like, "How the hell do we hook this fucking thing up again?" And then we like make sure they're nowhere near the owner, and just a YouTube video how to do it, Are like you right there. Are fucking serious? So, yeah, yeah, bro. That's phenomenal. we made it work, and we yeah. made money doing it. So. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. YouTube's amazing. It's like fifteen genos in a summer, bro. Yeah. Oh man, that's so sick. But yeah. you can. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Wow. Anybody who says they can't learn anything is oh, you're worse. You gotta than, try. You're yeah. not trying. Yeah. That's right. You may not become a master at it, yeah. but you can yeah, survive it. That's fucking holy cow what a great story i'm gonna do that when comedy slows down in the summer i'm gonna start adam's interior what is it interrogation interrogation well you could probably google how to interrogate somebody too like I don't know. maybe i'll start adam's interrogation there you yeah. go think your boyfriend's cheating hire adam's interrogation we'll <laughs> fucking get it adam <laughs> I like that. I like that. And then I'll tell them just a minute. I'm gonna YouTube how to get this fucking information yeah. out of you. So yeah, excuse it. You know, like in the uh, they go in the room behind the like uh, two way mirror yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like just go back there, like watching YouTube you've videos. Got, you've got the it. iPad out. Just turn around in your chair. You're, hold, you're <laughs> yeah. holding the holding the pliers, watching the video, and you're like, okay. <laughs> All right. Ooh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I did a show in St. Paul a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah. St. Paul, Alberta. And I was yeah. at like a brewery. 
and it was in like a strip mall. Yeah. And in the strip mall, there was a, a heating and plumbing company, and it was called OK. Here's your shout out: OK Heating and Plumbing. Sure. That was what it was called. No. And I, I saw it right away, and I said to one of the comics I was with, I was like, "That's the sweetest name because he has set the bar so fucking low for his what, services." What, was that the letter O? I swear, it or was, was it like OK A what? No, OK Heating and Plumbing. Nice. And so during the show, I was like, "Hey, is there any chance like is the owner of OK Heating and Plumbing here?" And the whole place goes crazy and points at this guy, and I was like, "Dude, you." Own okay heating and plumbing and he's like yeah and i was like why okay like why not really good heating and plumbing <laughs> yeah. i was like hey did you get your who, who put your plumbing in okay how was it it's all right i was like, I, I was like yeah. what a sweet name just set the bar middle of the road and then yeah. later on in the show this dude hands me his business card while i'm on stage and the phone number is crossed out and has been written in in pen and I was like, dude, is he, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, the business card place fucked up my phone number. And I was like, well, did you order them from OK Business Cards? <laughs> and like, we all had a big laugh. And I just, nice. maybe that's what he does. And that's like, <laughs> and that's what got me thinking about it was he actually has no idea how to do heating or plumbing, <laughs> set yeah. the bar low, and then he just shows up. And like, part of the deal is you need to give him your Wi-Fi so that he can look up how to do what it is you need yeah. him to do. That's, <laughs> what a sick shit. thing. And you know what? I bet you there's a trillion companies out there oh, right yeah. now that are doing exactly yeah. that. They're yeah. basically a middleman for YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> that's it or they're the one that's willing to try yeah you know yeah, what i exactly. mean like get their because you said it dirty, right? so, so many people aren't even willing to try that that is like i don't give a shit what it is i don't care if it's, mm -hmm. if it's podcasting or comedy or or interrogating or fucking <laughs> or whatever it is you want to do like just if people aren't even willing to try and then yeah. they just say well it's gonna be too hard i can't do it mm -hmm. and yeah. it's and you would be and i and i don't want to sound like a like a like a, a fucking buddhist or joe rogan or anything but like you would be floored at what you can do yeah if you just try yeah like just yeah. fucking so how'd you get into comedy yeah i was actually i was YouTube? reading because you started <laughs> yeah you started it a bit like later a lot uh, later on yeah, yeah okay. man it um so like i when i was like a, a high schooler i had one of those you guys are fucking you guys are young uh <laughs> yeah i had one of those old panasonic discmans like the shock ones you guys yeah. remember those oh, the yeah. bright yellow ones yeah. with the two clasps yeah. Yeah, yeah and i would keep it in my baggy jean pocket because we wore those huge jeans in oh, high yeah. school yeah. and i would listen to i'm telling you for the last time which is jerry seinfeld's yeah. album and i literally would lip sing that album like the same way you would lip sing like music i would really I would, yeah i would fucking just be walking and i'd be pretending that like i just loved it yeah. and i always thought like dude i could do that job you know what i mean i'm like i'm not i'm not i'm i suck at sports i can't fix anything not that good looking i'm probably slightly below average intelligence i was like but i i can talk and i was like i know i could be a comedian mm -hmm. and then i just never did it and my girlfriend like so i got out of high school and i started working in a, in a warehouse driving a forklift and uh, i drove a forklift for the better part of 15 years that was just all i did and uh, I met my girlfriend, and, and we used to go to Yuck Yucks mm -hmm. all the time and just watch the comedy. Like, I tell the comedians I work with now that I probably watched half of them mm -hmm. way back. I just have no idea. I don't remember. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we'd always go. And every time we'd leave, she'd be like, you should try that. And I'm like, yeah, fuck, I should. And then I just wouldn't do it. Because it seems so, you're like, how does anyone do that? Yeah, like, how do you absolutely. fucking become a comedian? Yeah. And, that, and that's mm -hmm. what I always thought, right? Um, and then I, I, you know what? I can slam a company right like it's like i used to work at i'm not gonna say anything that'll get a suit i'm just gonna say they go suck. ahead okay <laughs> yeah so i uh I, I had a job in sports memorabilia that i really liked it was the only non-warehouse job i had sure. and i really liked it but the money wasn't great it, you're just doing it for a passion thing mm -hmm. and so i need to start making more money so i got a job at uline 
I don't know if you guys know Uline. Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. No. You, got, you guys are like sponsored by you. I can shit <laughs> no, on Uline. No, we're not. Nope. Good. Well, yeah. fuck. Cancel our meeting on Monday, but say, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, just kidding. Okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't want to ruin any lives here. <laughs> no, please go ahead. Uh, so I, I applied for a job at Uline, and they're a massive company. Yeah. Like shipping supply. I guarantee you, people listening to this are like, I've had those fucking catalogs. I hate those fucking catalogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I applied for the job, and I they they interview like 20, 30 people at a time, and they do it two or three days a week. Like they interview and interview, and you have to do all these like math tests and all these fucking like it's a really vigorous like hiring process for a warehouse job and i got i got the job i had a lot of experience i got the job and i was like fuck yeah and it was the best paying job i'd ever had Mm -hmm. yeah but the hours were just fucking stupid like just they just it was expected overtime expected weekends and and i hated it like so many people have jobs they fucking hate right Mm -hmm. and i it was like a midlife crisis i was like 31 and i was like is this my life for the next 30 years Mm -hmm. because i fucking i hate this company i don't want to be here like what do i do and i got thinking like dude oh man like what if i did comedy and so in january it wasn't a news resolution i just like one day like on a whim i was like i'm gonna go fucking try comedy yeah it was january 21st 2016 i went to yuck yucks and i did the open mic night and uh and i fucking bombed yeah i oh i fucking i bombed like my friends say that you didn't because my friends came they're like no yeah. you were really good i'm like no i fucking bombed <laughs> yeah. i i yeah. sucked yeah um but i just i was like dude that was so much fun yeah and so i started you going up yeah yeah and i was like why didn't i try this early i was 32 years old most comics dude like some of the best comics in the city are like 18 19 years old mm-hmm. like they've been like they've been doing comedy since they were like 16 like yeah. by the time they're my age at 36 they've been doing comedy for like 20 plus years Right. And I was 32 and I just was like, I'm going to keep trying this. And I got very fortunate that some headliners liked me and started giving me a little bit of opportunity. And I was 10 months into comedy, which is like incredibly new yeah, to like sure. quit your day job. Like I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. And I had a, this is where I was like, hey, you guys don't mind if I shit on Uline a little bit. So every year Uline does this thing where they make all their employees stay late one night at all their branches. They have branches all through the U.S. and in Mexico, and there's one in Toronto, and there's one here. Mm-hmm. And uh, they make all their employees stay late one night. They, buy, they pay everyone overtime, but you have to stay late. And it's like three hours late, like mm-hmm. all through dinner and everything. Mm-hmm. And they make every branch has to make their employees act out a scene from a popular movie using Uline product as props, and you have to put the owners of the company in the scene of the movie. <laughs> Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And what? I swear to God. <laughs> and the owners, the owners pay everybody salary, and it's 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 hundreds and thousands of employees. Right. They pay everybody overtime to stay late one night, and it's like a video conference, and you watch every branch's movie of the owners of the company being in this scene from this movie. Amazing. It's the stu- I'm Is like, it like an ego move? Like, it's why a, do I, they... it, they're a cult. It's fucking weird. Say, and I was like, so what? Strange. So, so, so our, our branch is going to do it. And the manager, the, the branch manager of the, of the where the warehouse manager comes to me and he says, Adam, you're the, you're, you're doing comedy now. Hey. And I said, yeah, yeah. And he was like, uh, well, we, we, we want you to play. So the owner's names are, are Dick and like Richard, like Dick. Um, uh, I, he is a Dick, but like that's no, but like his yeah, name, yeah, they, it, yeah. it's Dick and Liz. Uh, they're a couple. Okay. And he was like, we want you to play Dick in this thing we got to do. And I was like, dude, I really don't want to do that. Like, I was like, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, well, like, I'm not, like, I'm not asking you like i'm kind of telling you like you got it you're and i was like i'm not i don't want to do that and he was like well we'll, we'll talk about it on monday because they're recording it monday and i was like well, okay but i'm not i don't want to do it so then monday morning comes around and they're like all right adam we got to go film this like i don't even know what fucking movie is i don't watch movies i have no idea what the fuck thing is yeah. he's like okay we're gonna go film the thing and i was like no i told you mike like i really don't want to do that man and he's like well like i'm telling you you're doing it and I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, it's, someone's got to cover customer pickup while you guys are filming this fucking thing. And the whole like warehouse is there because it's like our morning meeting. I was like, I'll cover pickup. 
And he's like, no, no. He's like, it's, it's, it's an order. He's like, I'm giving you an order. You're going to be in this movie. And I'll tell you guys, like, I, I'm, a, I'm a really laid back guy. I don't get angry very much other than at video games. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but the one <laughs> other thing that makes me angry is when someone, like, just, like, just don't talk disrespectfully to me. Sure. If you've got a beef with me, pull me into your office and we can have a conversation. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we're, we're both men. We're both human. It doesn't even matter if you're a man or a woman. Right, we're both right. human beings. Yeah. Just fucking talk to me. Mm -hmm. And so he starts, like, and he, like, I, I said, I'm not going to do the movie. And he's, like, his voice comes up and he's like, you're a disrespectful insubordinate. And when we're done filming this, I'm going to put you in your place. And he stormed off with the warehouse to go film this scene. Yeah. And I was so mad. And I'd been doing comedy for about 10 months. And I was yeah. starting to get a little bit of road work. Mm -hmm. And I fucking hated this job more than anything in the world. And I called my girlfriend up. And I just was like, this is what just happened. I'm so angry. And she was like, fuck him, just quit. Mm. And I was like, are you sh like, we can't really afford My girlfriend's got a great paying job. Mm -hmm. like she's, she's like, no, no. She's like, I, I'll, I can cover us. I'm sure you can find another job. Quit. And I did. I, I left. Yeah. Like, he came back from filming the scene, and I was gone. Mm. I've talked to a couple of the guys since, and he, he said he lost his shit because he came back, and my forklift was sitting there, like, running yeah. and just in park, and, like, I was gone. And yeah. I never went back. They called Damn. me, like, a day later to try to get me to come in for an interview, and I came in and dropped off my uniforms and just left. And I, got, I went back to the sports memorabilia job. And did that for about a year and a half part-time. Okay. And they were incredibly yeah. accommodating as my comedy schedule got busier and busier. Right, right. And then uh, it got to a point, my girlfriend and I went on a trip to Japan. And while we were in Japan, she was like, you should just quit your job when we get back and just try to do comedy. And uh, so I did. And so well, now it's been about two years. And uh, As a full-time A full-time working, working comedian. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I don't make the best, like I make worse <laughs> money than I did at Uline. Sure. Um, yeah. But like, dude, and I know it's a cliche, but like money is so far from anything. You, your hoodie says it's only money. And it's so <laughs> yeah. fucking spot on, dude. <laughs> yeah. like, and, I would, and I would tell anybody this. Like I waited, my biggest regret is that I waited until I was 32 yeah. to try something that I knew I wanted to do. Do you know what I mean? Right, like, and right. I just, because I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. With Google now, you can do anything. I could have Googled yeah. how to get to an open mic and yeah. started comedy 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And then I'd probably be no more famous than I am right now. But I, but I wouldn't <laughs> have had to work at Ulide. Uh, <laughs> so, like, that's the long and short of it. It was just yeah. – it was, it was 15 years of doing jobs I hated, yeah. dreaming about doing something that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and the only reason I didn't do it earlier was, was laziness and thinking I can't do it. Right. And so yeah. I really seriously, like, I know it's, it's going to sound so hokey and it's a cliche, but like, I really push it on everybody. It doesn't matter what it is you want to try. Yeah. Like, just try just it, try dude. It. If you want to start it, it's so easy to start a business today. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, look at you, you guys fucking started a business with nothing but YouTube and some wrenches <laughs> yeah, and you exactly. were like, yeah, we could fucking do this. Like, <laughs> yeah. you can, like, because there's so, like, I'm not saying you're going to go out and buy a warehouse tomorrow and, and, and become the new Walmart or anything, but like, you can start a business from home with the yeah. internet and stuff like that. And there's minimal risk. Yeah, there's minimal risk. Even I would go as far to say that, like, if you can afford it, I mean, it's different if you've got kids and stuff to take care of. I don't have any yeah. kids, yeah. but like, it, it um, I would tell people, like, you can always get another job. I yeah. know that the economy's not great right now, yeah. but mm -hmm. like, you could, I could get a job at, at Walmart tomorrow if I needed to right. pay my bills. You really Do you know need. what I mean? Yeah. 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 So I'm like, dude, like, just don't fucking wait like just try something if there's something you want to do just fucking try it like what's yeah. the worst case what is the worst case of that comedy thing is i would have gone to that open mic i would have bombed and i would have been like well that was the worst experience of my life i'm never doing that again yeah fine and now i know do you know what i mean like that's oh yeah i just i cannot stress it enough it drives me crazy i have friends that have jobs they fucking hate and they complain yeah. about it all the time and i'm like then just like try something else like what it is it you want to do there's yeah. got to be something everyone's got something they want oh, to do sure. yeah. right and it's and it's not going to be easy. Like it's not easy. Like mm -hmm. it, it fucking it's not. Dude, like 
oh, I could sit here and tell you guys fucking horror gigs for four years of my comedy career. These shit gigs I've done for like 80 bucks, fucking whiteout drive through fucking Western Canada and you yeah. bomb and nobody liked you and then you drive home and by the time I get home, I've spent 60 of the $80 on gas. Like I made 20, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, yeah. but I don't have to go to Uline every day and yeah, drive that absolutely. forklift. Damn. And yeah. it's just so much better. It's yeah. just, fuck, it's night and day. Yeah. That's a that's a really good story, man. That's, uh, I think we, uh, we're kind of on that way wavelength of like t- to put it simply like pursue your dreams and goals as cheesy as that sounds it to is, say man. it that simply but no i think that that resonates with me for sure Fuck like, yeah, that's man. there's that's a that's awesome there's a great i'm not a movie guy but i know who kevin smith is okay like yeah. silent bob yeah, right? yeah, yeah like it's, um and i know some people don't even like him which i don't really get but i don't again maybe it's his movies i don't know really about his movies mm-hmm. but there's a great youtube clip that i tell everyone that I, I i watched it right after i started comedy and it really spoke to me and he's at a q a and someone just talked about making movies and he tells the longest short of it is he tells a story about his dad dying. His mm. dad has a heart attack and his dad died. And he right. was like, um, and he, and he explains how his dad was like a great guy, had a shitty job that he just worked to take care of his family, took care of his kids, loved his wife, did what he was told. Like just <clears> the <throat> family man. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. And Kevin's like, he died like screaming, burning up, having a heart attack and he died. And yep. Kevin was like, that really opened his eyes to be like, we're all going to die and it doesn't matter how good or how bad a person you are, like you're going to die and it's yeah. going to suck when it happens. So he's like, there's no reason not to try things. Mm-hmm. He's like, you, you're either going to die working a fucking shitty job for 50 years and yep. doing nothing, or you're going to die hosting podcasts and starting a company and, and making YouTube or streaming video or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you're, it's, it's all going to end in the same place. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck would you spend it doing the shitty thing when you can spend it doing the fun thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rogan yeah. talks about it all the time. You guys mentioned you listen to Rogan. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. listens to some oh, yeah. Rogan's podcast, yeah, sure. right? Yeah. Yeah. And he talks about it and he's like, um, people shit on him when he tells people go out and try stuff because they're like, it's easy for you to say you're rich and famous and you've got the money to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. I wasn't always rich and famous. Yeah, exactly. Right? And yeah. it's true. No, like, no, I mean, some people are born into it. And frankly, I think the people that are born into it are fucked because I don't think oh, they yeah. have that work ethic that people that weren't born into it have. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just, there's no excuse not to try what it is you want to do. If you're miserable in your life, quite frankly, there's like an 80% chance it's your fault. Like it's, I get that maybe yeah. you got dealt a bad hand, yep. but anyone can fix, you know what I mean? If you're fat, you can lose weight. And if you're, if you're skinny, you can bulk up. And if you're sore, you can, you know, or if you're, you're, if you're paralyzed or, or fucking, if you're dumb or, or what, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. there's ways to work around anything. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. There's, it, it's just that people don't want, people want to pity themselves. Yeah. That's all it is. People want to fucking pity themselves. It's taking true. full responsibility for yeah. your life, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, and dude, I'll tell you when I quit my day job. We got back from our trip. I quit my job, and um, I don't want to get into like too personally into my finances. But my goal was I was like I got to make two thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Uh, I was like if I can make, and I was like that's on average. Mm-hmm. So I could have a month where I make twenty five hundred, a month where I make fifteen hundred. Yeah. But I was like if because that was about what I was making at my last day job on my part time hours, like after taxes, I was clearing about two grand a month. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like so if I can just get close to that, then I'm 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 happy. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. And I yeah. and so the first six months. Uh, after I quit my job, I was like really struggling. I was depressed kind of. And, and my girlfriend was like, this is what you've wanted for like 15 years. Like what the fuck's wrong mm-hmm. with you? Mm-hmm. Um, it was because it's like, I was almost 
like it's like I was brainwashed that I have to go to work every day mm, and I yeah. have to work and I got to bring money home to the house and work and I wasn't working and I was working like I send so many emails I try to book my own shows I email every booker I can get my hands on yeah. I, I, I record my stuff and put it up and then I write material and now I've yeah. got these podcasts that I try to use to promote myself and things like that so I work really hard mm-hmm. but it's I'm not going to work and I feel like I'm, I'm like this isn't a job yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, like I'm absolutely. sitting around talking yeah. about video games and writing dick jokes like that's that's not a <laughs> yeah. job you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it took me a long time to change my mindset of being like dude you've you don't have to go to a shitty job anymore just fucking relax and just work hard at this thing you're working on now and eventually it'll pay off and i truly believe i'm not i'm not a religious guy i don't believe in like i'm not a big like fate it's fate or destiny or anything Mm -hmm. but i am a big believer that you get at what you put in Mm -hmm. and i was like if i just keep working at this if other people have made it and, and like there's people more funny than me that aren't getting opportunities that I'm getting, but there are people less funny than me that are getting opportunities that I'm not getting. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and that's in yeah, any walk yeah. of life, that's yeah, just going to happen. Yeah. And I just like to look at it as like, if they can do it, I can fucking do it. I just yeah. have to work. I can fucking do it. Yeah. And so it took me a long time to get into the mindset of, you don't have to just go to a shitty job every day and just work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now I am there. And now the idea of going back to a shitty job is like, I'm like, no, yeah. I'm 36 years old. I'm 36 years old. And my goal is when my girlfriend's ready to retire in, I don't know, 25 years or whatever the fuck it is. I'm like, I'm retiring with her. Mm-hmm. I treat it just like a regular job. I know I said, I talked about how I love my video games. And I'm addicted to my video games and stuff. Now, when I get up in the morning, I send my emails, I clean the house. Yeah. And, I, and, and dude, anyone that's like, a oh, guy's not supposed to clean the house. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You stupid. <laughs> this is why you're single then. You fucking loser. <laughs> like I get up, I send yeah. a, I send a ton of emails. I clean yeah. my house. I've taught myself how to cook in the last year with YouTube because nice. I'm a terrible fucking cook. Gordon nice. Ramsay vids, Oh man. man. Dude, YouTube. it's insane. The stuff you can learn to cook with yeah. the internet. Seriously. And, like, Seriously. It may not look like the picture, but as long as it tastes good, I don't give a fuck what it looks yeah. like. As long yeah. as it tastes good. You know, so I, I get up, I send my emails, I clean the house, I cook dinner so that my girlfriend's got dinner waiting for her when she gets home. Mm-hmm. We have a dog that now gets walks twice a day. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I work out. I, I don't look like it, but I do work out <laughs> now every day. And then after my girl gets home, we have dinner together and then I go out to the open mics at night. And that's yeah. my job now. And I'm like, and I'm so happy. Dope. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, it's, and it's all because I fucking, I'm not bragging because uh, trust me, if you're watching this, you probably have more money than I do. Uh, so like, I'm not bragging about it. I'm just saying yeah. that like, I'm happy with my life now. Yeah. And it's because I tried. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, and, that's, and I just took risks dude yeah that's it it's not even that big a risk it really right. is yeah yeah truly so yeah. i mean you guys dude you guys start a podcast yeah and i know that yeah. it's some people might think this sounds silly but like three quarters of people that start podcasts give up after like two episodes yeah because yeah. no one's listening yeah and they don't know what they're doing or like you like you know you text your buddy and you're like yo man are we podcasting today and one of you's like i don't feel like doing it today i'm hungover i don't want to fucking go. yeah and then oh, the yeah. podcast falls apart you know but you guys are starting to build a podcast that's mm-hmm. starting to fucking gain some traction because you just didn't give up and you just kept working at it yeah you know very true very true and even the uh i would say uh because we're also technically self-employed more or less uh, in our day jobs as well Mm -hmm. and like there's almost a little bit of uh i think the technical term is kind of imposter syndrome where like when you have that level of kind of freedom and control over your life you're so conditioned to be within the parameters of nine to five that you just kind of sit there and think to yourself how is this a thing? Like how yep. this, this doesn't feel right trying to get over that. And that's kind of even something me personally, I've tried, I've kind of been dealing with or struggle with over the years is kind of those like, uh, just societal norms as corny as that word sounds yeah. to say, it, trying to work around that and be like, it's okay to not 
be within these boundaries. Yes, right? man. Yeah. So, yeah. Because schools teach us, right? Like, yeah, I mean, from exactly. the time you're young and like, I'm not even trying to shit on the schools, but like from the time you're young, you're just taught like you're going to go to school, then you're going to go to college or university, you're going to get a degree and then you're mm -hmm. going to go work and you work till you're 65, you retire, you got 20 years to enjoy it, then you're dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, why does that have to be the fucking rules? And yeah. I really mean this. Like, I've, I've always felt that I, I think schools should be far more encouraging of people's ideas and, and dreams or whatever yeah. you want to call it. You know what I mean? Their passions and stuff like that. And I've also been a firm believer that like, I don't even think people should be able to go to post-secondary education for two years after they graduate high school. Fuck, that would actually be such Damn, a good idea. I like that. Dude, I'll tell you, when I graduated, I was 17 when I graduated high school and I wanted to be a lawyer so bad. Mm. I wanted oh, to be yeah. a lawyer. So I, was, I, I find law fascinating and mm -hmm. I really wanted to do, be a lawyer and I looked into it and I, did, I had to upgrade one of my courses. It was like my English, I think, or something. I had to go back and get a better grade yeah. and I just dragged my feet and never did it. And now I think about it, I'm like, dude, what if I had like, what if my grade had been good and I got into school yeah. and now I'm sitting here with like 12 years of student loans to pay off and a job that I know now that I wouldn't want to fucking do. Yeah. Because when you're 17, you don't know what the fuck you want to do. Mm -hmm. Like, well, I mean, some people do, but an overwhelming majority don't. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I've always, and some people, when I tell people with that leap year idea, people are like, well, but I, I'm afraid that if they took two years off, they wouldn't go back to school. I'm like, that's good. Because that means they didn't go back to do something they don't want to fucking do. If you really want to do it, you'll go back to school. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like. I just, I'm not shitting on schools because I think being a teacher would be an incredibly difficult job. You know, we all laugh about how they get two months off every summer and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But I also know oh, that it's... I would want to take care of, of two dozen snot-nosed fucking kids that oh, I yeah. can't yell oh, at. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I can't yell <laughs> yeah. at or fail or discipline or anything anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, so I'm not trying to shit on school or teachers, but I just think that we don't do anything near enough to encourage people to go out and try stuff. We try to encourage people to just yeah. get into the, get in line. And go and fucking pull the rope and do the machine job that we're told to do, and that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know? I'm on the same page as you. Yeah. I think that uh, school a lot of the time is, uh, I mean, in a lot of careers nowadays, it's unnecessary. Yeah. Really? Like, yeah. Unless you're going to go be a doctor or a, like a lawyer. Or of course. Yeah. Work in healthcare or something Probably like that. Probably need traditional education there. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. But I mean, if you're going to go start a business doing something, yeah. you're going to be a programmer, you're going to do comedy, you're going to do whatever, like you don't need it man. no man yeah. and i and i would never tell someone like drop out of high school like finish high school like get your yeah. you yeah. learn some shit you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, it's just sure. like do this like frankly enjoy high school because yeah. i guarantee you there's a ton of people that are in high school that hate it and they're like oh, i can't wait to be an adult and have a job and have money and shit like that i'm like i thought that too yeah this sucks so much more <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just true. enjoy school yeah. and have fun you don't have any responsibilities you hang out with your buds all day enjoy it oh yeah but uh but you're right it's and as as the world goes more and more online mm -hmm. and stuff like that it's easier and easier to work for yourself oh yeah, yeah. It just is. I would say there's a bit of a paradigm shift as well, right? Just kind of towards that openness, that mindset, whatever you kind of want to yeah. want to call it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. and you know, for me, because I have, uh, you know, a friends younger than me, and I have a sibling decent bit younger than me. Where, um, I want to say, I was <laughs> done my degree uh, by the time she was starting university, kind of thing, okay. and was very stressed about what, what she was going to take, blah, blah, blah. I'm like the amount of, like I'm in a field that has nothing. Well, it's semi-related, but it really has nothing to do with my degree. Right. Right. And then the amount of people I know who, uh, went to school just to get a degree and they're grossly underemployed, uh, or they need to go back to school to get something else, or they have no idea what they want to do, or they're doing a career change. Like 
you really need to not sweat it when you're 17 yeah, years old. You right? really do. Like yeah. finish high school. And then I would, I would honestly say that like, get a job. Yeah. Like get it. And if it is one of those shitty jobs, that's fine. When you're 17, 18 years old. Yeah. Get a fucking, don't yeah. be that loser that just smokes pot and beats me at call of duty and calls me these weird fucking names. <laughs> like go and get, like, yeah, yeah. like get a job, you know, pull yeah. your weight, yeah. like, and, and, and figure out what life is about and then be like, okay, I understand that I've got to do something. Mm -hmm. What is it I really want to do? You know, one yeah. of my best friends is a pretty high up dude with ATB. Uh, I don't yep. want to name him because I don't want anyone to watch this and then get him fired. Um, <laughs> but he fucking, he hates it. And he makes great money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he fucking hates his job. Mm -hmm. And his little brother, who's another really good buddy of mine, went and got, like, I think it's an accounting degree, something to do with money. And mm -hmm. he went and got the exact same degree his brother did because yep. he saw that his brother That's started to make a lot did. of money. Yeah. Yeah. And he hated it so much that he never even used the degree. He's a firefighter now with Edmonton Fire. Nice. Um, oh, well. But he's still paying off the fucking student loans from this degree that he's like, right. I didn't even want it. He's like, literally from day one, he's like, why the fuck am I here? I don't want to do this. But it's because that's just we're, what we're told to fucking do. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's just so insane to me that we just and it's and I and like I'm not a conspiracist or anything, but like is that the right <laughs> word? Conspiracist? Conspiracy conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. theory? theory? <laughs> I'm not I don't yeah. believe in conspiracy. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, this maybe I should have gone to school. Now you guys see why I had to upgrade my English because you guys are interrogators and I'm a conspiracist. <laughs> um what was I gonna say now? I lost my train of thought because I was getting so fired up about uh, stupid just words. Like the the I think I see where you're going, like the system and... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm not a huge believer in like a big conspiracy that the government's like, we got to get all these people brainwashed to fucking do what we... But but like I do believe that like the rich people rule the world and they absolutely want us going through life being like, you go to school, then you get an education, then you come work for me and I'll pay you this much to make me richer. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. And, yeah. And and I have no problem with someone starting a business and hiring people. That's what... That's that's business. Like that's yeah, fine. That's economics, right? But like, but it should be a business you want to work in. You know what I mean? Like you mm -hmm. don't like you don't have to just fucking take the first job. That's that's what I did. That's why I drove a forklift for fifteen years because right. I, I was working at Walmart making like nine bucks, and then someone was like, "Hey, I can get you like, fuck, I think I got like twelve dollars." They were like to come drive this forklift, and I was like, "Oh my god, twelve dollars yeah. to drive a forklift? Wow!" And and then it became my life for fifteen years, and I just yeah. got incredibly fortunate that like, and I've said it so many times, dude. Like I got so lucky that I, I was, I've been with my girlfriend for almost fifteen years. Yeah, I met my girlfriend yeah. at that first forklift job. Right. Um, that was actually – so, like, she was HR. Not okay. when we met, but by the time I left, she was HR, and I was one of the supervisors of the warehouse. And they okay. were like, yeah, it's a it's conflict. And they were like, one of you is going to have to go. And uh, I quit, like, the next day. I was like, I don't know. I really like her. So, and I hate this fucking job. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I need to drive a forklift right for there. Sure. Like, so I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, and that's what I did. I literally, I literally worked half a block away. Yeah. I got another job. I was like, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Um. But but uh, that's the whole reason I fucking got into that job was just because that's what I was told. I was like, I got to get a fucking job. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not passionate about it. Yeah. I just know I'm supposed to go make money. Yeah. And then you realize it just it's not everything, dude. Yeah. It just isn't. And that's what I was gonna say. I got so fortunate. We just do didn't have kids. We're in a good spot financially. My girlfriend makes good money, and she's like the most supportive. I make fun of her a lot on stage. <laughs> yeah. But like she's she's the greatest person. She's yeah. so ridiculously supportive of me. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And she's like, yeah, I don't care if you make a lot of money. She's like, I have to live with you, and I don't want you coming home being angry every day. Yeah, so she's like, sure. go do something yeah. fun. Yeah. No. When I, well, I noticed when you were telling the story, like she was definitely very supportive for like oh, yeah. throughout. So that's oh, she's I mean, a, shout out to her, right? Dude, so, yeah. That's awesome. Shaylee's a fucking saint, man. Yeah. Like it's like, you know, there everyone always jokes about your better half, like your better half. Like yeah. all of my friends are like, the only reason we even bring you around is because you bring Shaylee. They're like, <laughs> we just want to see her. I'm like, oh I'm fully aware that I'm riding her coattails to friends. I don't fucking care. It's fine. So yeah. anyway. No, I mean I even fall fall on that too. It's like, oh I'm twenty six. I'm don't have a house. I'm not married. But I, there's, I have friends that are married and have a house and all this stuff. Like, what the fuck am I doing? 
But at the same time, it's like, I mean. Well, yeah, that's maybe not your path per se, right? Yeah. So. yeah. But, but it's so hard to not compare yourself. Oh, absolutely. It's so, yeah. dude, and with social media, it's yeah, so well, much yeah. worse. Comparison. Yeah. Land, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah. dude. Instagram yeah. is like, I fucking hate Instagram. It's almost yeah. what it's based on, really, it is. right? So. Everyone, everyone, no one posts like, like a picture of their like third notice bills are due. Yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They post a picture of their house and I'm, they're like, I'm balling. And it's like, dude, yeah. you cannot afford that fucking house. Like, yeah. why the fuck are you? But, but, and then you see that and, you, yeah. and you're in your apartment or whatever and you're like, yeah. oh man, I'm a loser. How come I can't afford that house? And it's <laughs> yeah, like, he can't yeah. afford that fucking yeah. house either, you know? Yeah, most yeah. It's so easy to compare yourself to people. So fucking true, man. And it's so yeah. hard not to. It's so yeah. fucking yeah. hard yeah. not to, man. Fall into that trap, but. I think I'm optimistic because I think people are becoming more aware of that, but it's it's not going to go away tomorrow sort of thing. No, right? it's, so. no, you know, because like, I mean, I know I'm, I'm like 10 years older than you guys, but we're still very close to like, oh, we're the yeah. same generation-ish. Yeah, right? yeah. We're and, uh, still millennials. We're, we're millennials. Still oh, yeah, dude, yeah. I got an argument with someone one day because they called me a millennial and I was like, fuck you, I'm 83, I'm not a millennial. And we looked it up and like, I made the cut by like oh, a you? year oh, okay. or something. Yeah. And I was like, God damn but it, there's also I'm a not, fucking millennial. Woo. Like there's not, like there's like a universal worldwide uh generation uh body that decides this is the cutoff here it's kind of like generally yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> agreed there's definitely yeah some, it's a little loose <laughs> some goal the... posts that get moved sometimes yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, sure. yeah yeah <laughs> but even so the point remains i'd say we're still definitely relatively peers right yeah so and yeah. and we were we were just like we like like i i didn't have one of these i never like, i don't know i keep holding my phone up and then realizing it's a podcast not everyone's watching it on the fucking video yeah but uh like i didn't have a cell phone until i was like 20 years old you know what yeah, i mean right. like i never had a cell phone growing yeah. up yeah. and uh and I still learn to compare myself to other people once I got a hold of social media and a phone. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm curious to see how it goes with kids today because, like, I think phone addiction and internet addiction and, and I mean, social media and, like, and, you know, not to get too, you know, gross with it, but, like, porn addiction, all yeah. those kinds of things. Like, dude, if I had been 14 years old and instead of Britney Spears music videos, yeah. I had a fucking three-by-six device in my pocket that, that I could look up any kind of porn anything all I the porn that has ever existed well, is in your poor, pocket right dude, so like yeah. that's gonna fuck kids up yeah but i do that's think that's a very good point I mean, it, it's gonna fuck yeah. them up yeah but but i think you're right i do think it's gonna go to like there are gonna be kids that are just completely addicted to social media and all the internet and shit like that and they're gonna be comparing themselves to people till they die and i do think there's a movement trying to teach people you don't have to compare yourself to people you can mm-hmm. get away from all that kind of stuff delete yeah. the fucking social media you know i don't have kids and i don't plan to ever have kids but if I did have a kid, like I would, I would probably, I mean, at the risk of them getting beat up for being a loser, I would try to keep them off social media. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't want, you can't have Instagram. You can't have any of that shit. You don't need it. It does more harm than good, yeah. more harm than good. And if you got to have it, use it to promote your business because it's an invaluable tool for that. Move them to the forest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get them oh, to the, the map. <laughs> yeah. That's the dream. Honestly. That's the dream. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, it, yeah, they didn't have to, you know use a sears catalog or yeah, man. whatever yeah buddy so. it's, it's that's i i hadn't thought about that angle that's interesting we actually had a friend we're the first generation bro. yeah yeah for sure yeah. well because uh we had a friend we were talking recently and you know uh even like kids relationships with technology because he you know he had a kid relatively recently so he notices like young children like you know let's say like five to ten or so like when they start to be like more of a real human being but because they're so used to like uh, Amazon Echoes and, or uh, Alexas and Those Google Homes and stuff, to. they actually walk into rooms just talking to the room, expecting it to like do things. Jesus. But if that person doesn't have a Google Home, they're like, "Hey, why aren't the lights turning on?" Right? Because I told Google to turn. Like they don't. Wow. Yeah. I think we're getting so dumb that we might like not be able to <laughs> operate a light switch. Yeah. 
Well, I like, uh, Tom, uh, are you a fan of Tom Segura? Oh yeah. On, uh, his more, re- re- uh, whatever the most recent special is, he's like, I think we're a few years away from like, you know, beds that sit up for you. And then you're going to like say, just lay there and be like food. And then an arm's going to come out, and then he's going to be like, shit. And then it, the bottom will it's gonna open up. Yeah. It's, it's, it might not be wrong, though, dude. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's fucking true. It's unreal. Like, I don't, do you guys have Alexas or any of those no. fucking things? No. Bro. That thing, dude, Fuck like, no. so my girlfriend is, uh, like, she's, like, she keeps little stickers over all her cameras on yeah. all her no, devices and shit. And I, I kind of give her a hard time about it. Yeah. I'm like, dude, they have better things to do than, like, watch you fucking shop yeah like you know what i mean Browse like Facebook you know what whatever. i mean like yeah. it's yeah. and i'm of the belief of like i don't really i'm like dude if you want to watch me like read sports highlights while i take a shit then you can watch the camera i don't really care <laughs> but like yeah. but it is fucking creepy and those mm-hmm. alexa things and stuff that's too much to me like i don't want my i don't want to like dude there's gonna come a day where you're gonna walk in and your house is gonna fucking tell you what to do <laughs> like it's like yeah. when ai takes over it like, it's <laughs> That's yeah. coming. Yeah. Uh, again, not to be a conspiracist or whatever the fuck the word is. Yeah. AI is going to take over someday. It's fucking <laughs> terrifying. Those things creep me out, man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Anyway. Um, should we take like a quick break here? Sure. I got to piss. Awesome. <laughs> They're going to watch. I like wrestling. Like, yeah. I'm a Vince McMahon guy. So I'm like, dude, yeah, if you can make this football league work, why not? Like, yeah, absolutely. Right. So like why? Like why? And like, honestly, like, like unless they're your competitor, why cheer for anyone to lose? Do you know, like, I I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't right. really, unless they've done something to you. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. I'm cheering for you line to lose. Like, they're never going to. They're going to they're gonna fucking yeah. take over the world someday, but. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, are we recording? Yeah. We're oh, back. okay. We're back. <laughs> I was like, I was don't like, worry, a little. I better not talk anymore about you line. No, I, a little, hate little intra-break uh, banter is always appreciated by Yeah, people, it's nice. So. It's so weird, because you guys are like, yo, you can say anything you want. It's, it's totally chill. But then as soon as the mic and the headphones like come off, you're like, oh, now I can say anything I want. Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I absolutely, I, I fully agree. There's kind of a weird, like, it's a noticeable kind of shift you can feel in the room when I you hit pause. I don't right? get why. So, and it's like you guys literally yeah. like, yeah, there's not really any rules. Yeah, just yeah. don't be a complete dick. Yeah. And yeah. you guys actually didn't even say that. I just assumed that was part of yeah. it. No, general not part of the rules, bro. Yeah. I can be a complete if, dick as much as you want. Um, <laughs> I, honestly, but that's for our format. That's why I kind of like doing the break because it sort of like shifts the, like especially if it's someone who's not um, used to talking or podcasting or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like they all kind of relax, and then after the break, it gets like a little bit better. Yeah, sort yeah. Of thing, right? And go so. go smoke a joint and chill out. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Right. So, so um, <laughs> one thing I like to chat with people about if they're not uh too painful to relive but any like funny nightmare gigs that you stories you can share like i don't know those are that you can laugh about them i actually enjoy those stories as a comedy fan that's the the stories everybody wants nobody wants to hear the story where you did really good i went to a set it went well i got paid on time and i went home okay yeah i got a couple i uh (laughs) okay so fucking i dude i was brand new i was only two or three months in yeah and there used to be an open mic in edmonton uh called the druid I don't know if you guys know that bar. Yep. It's Urban Tavern Urban now, Tavern. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was the Druid. And that was like a very long-running open mic. And most comedy open mics, there's a they only put on like eight or ten comics. Mm-hmm. And so you can either sign up in advance or you go. They do A lot of them do draws where everyone that wants to go on the show puts their name in a hat. And then if you get drawn, you get to be on the show. But Urban Ta- or, uh, the Druid was a show-up go-up. So if there 30 comics showed up, 30 comics went on. And uh, and a lot of uh, dude, if there's any Edmonton comedians listening to this that were doing comedy when the Jew was around, like so many of us got started at the Jewit. Yeah, it was. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of comics that were scared of it because it was a tough room. Mm-hmm. But you fucking yeah. learned 
Like that's you get bull, and I'll tell. I have another story. I hope you guys don't care if I tell a couple. Please, I got please. stories. Okay, please. Uh, so, but I was like, I was like two months into the Druid, and some nights that show was magic, and some mm. nights that show was fucking rough because it's a yeah. bar and it's free admission, so people could be there just with their friends drinking. Yeah, yep. they didn't come to see the comedy show. You know what I mean? So they don't have to listen to what, you. What uh, What day of the week? Where Sunday night. Sunday night. Because Urban Tavern kind of does. They do Sunday Similar? nights as well. They okay. actually just closed because they're rebranding it. So oh, it'll, really? it'll okay. be back. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah. Uh, so I was I was maybe two months in and I go up and I start telling my jokes and I, I'm doing new jokes. And new jokes don't always work. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the fear. And these yeah. new jokes aren't – that's where you go to – I like if I'm getting paid – I will not go up there with brand new jokes. I may riffle. I like to do crowd work and fuck around. Okay. But yep. if I'm going to do jokes, I'm going to do jokes that I know work because you're paying me to make them laugh. I got to do my best job to make you laugh. For sure. But if it's a free show, then it's you didn't pay a thing. I'm up here trying new material. Do you know sure. what I mean? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so I do a couple minutes of new material and I don't get anything. Like I get nothing. Huh. So then I shift. I'm like, okay, I better go to some. And I'm new. Like as you get older, like now I would know how to deal with that better. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when you're brand new, you just it's it's like quicksand. And you start to fucking panic, and you're like, I gotta get a laugh. So then I shift to like these old jokes, like the couple old jokes I have that work, and they don't get anything. And now I'm just in full fledged panic mode. And <laughs> oh, I know shit. now, as someone's been doing it for a few years on a free open mic, I'm doing a five minute spot. Nobody gives a fuck if I bomb. There's no need to panic. It doesn't matter if you bomb. It doesn't fucking matter. But yeah. back then I was like, fuck, if I bomb, all the comics are going to see me and then no one's going to put me on the show again and I'm never going to make it. You know what I mean? So yeah. so yeah. then I start going into the crowd, which I wasn't ready to do. I had no reason to do it. And there's <laughs> like no reason. I'm just trying to get someone to talk to me and acknowledge me. And there was a girl on her phone at one of the tables, like not talking, but like texting on her phone, sure. which again, free comedy show. She's entitled to do that. Yeah. She just happened to be at the bar. Frankly, you should just be happy they're at the bar buying drinks because now the bar is going to let the comedy show keep going because yeah. they're making money. Exactly. And I was like, look at this C word here, not even looking at me, just texting <laughs> stuff on her phone. And then she looked up and she was like, excuse me? And I was like, why the fuck are you even here if you're not here for the comedy show? And she's like, I didn't know there was a comedy show. And then the host gives me the light, which is you're like, hey, you got a minute to wrap it up. And I'm like, okay, I better fucking leave right now. Yeah. And so I get off the stage. And the host earlier that night had told a story about years ago there was a comic where he had set it up. He had told the whole crowd, hey, when I bring this guy up, nobody make a sound. Nobody laugh. Nobody fucking talk. Nobody take a drink. Just let them bomb. And then after he bombed, then the host came up and told him, like, and everyone had a laugh and shit like that, right? <laughs> so uh, I, uh, this all happens. I, I come off, and the host comes up, Lars, he shakes my hand, and he goes, uh, hey, Adam, you remember that story I told about how I told the whole audience <laughs> to not laugh at your set? And I stop on the stage, and everyone's looking, and I was like, you didn't. And he's like, no, I didn't. You just fucking bombed. <laughs> <laughs> and the place erupted, and I walked off the stage, and I was like, motherfucker but like Damn. so but i learned of, I, I was like you yeah. learn you have to yeah. learn how to bomb you gotta do it right, right? yeah and then that i used happened. to and then i used to host a comedy show up in the north end uh i'll give them a plug because their food's phenomenal it's chicago joe's it's a yeah. pizza place in the north end okay kind of a little like dive bar like sports bar but okay. phenomenal food mm-hmm. um and i hosted an open mic there with uh, mike dambro with another comic in edmonton for about a year and a half two years and it was notoriously like the roughest open mic not just in edmonton but like western dude i do a tour every summer where i go out and do these clubs in Ottawa, Kingston, and Toronto. Yeah. And so I know some of the comics out there now, and they know I'm the guy that hosted Chicago Joe's. Like, everybody fucking knew this show. In really? the KD, it was so bad. Because, like, the regulars the that were there, or, yeah. well, nobody would come. And, like, the ah. only people that were ever there were the regulars, and they didn't care about us. Like, you'd be talking to their backs while they're sitting at the bar, like a oh, most no. tavern yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, if you yeah, could yeah. get them to turn around and look at you, you were fucking you were killing. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was rough. And I had two different people try to fight me at that show and the first one we did a show on remembrance day 
and my dad's military. My dad served for like about 30 years. So yeah. like I have a lot of respect. I'm a military family. Yeah. Um, but like I go up and this dude is just like, he's drunk off his ass. He's in his military garb. He's a young dude. Like he's probably like early twenties mm-hmm. and he's just heckling us and, and beacon. And you know what I mean? And I was like, dude, come on. Like, it just like, would you please just shut the fuck up? And he's like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'll shut the fuck up. And I was like, thank you. I start telling my joke and he starts talking again. And I was like, dude, I was like, it's your day. It's Remembrance Day. I know you're military. And what you've done for a living has kind of given you the right to be able to talk wherever you want in this country. It's a free country. And everyone like kind of claps. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, but you've also given me the right to tell you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and he stands up. And he's literally like four feet from the stage. And he just stands up and he starts looking at me. And in my head, I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. But I'm trying to look. I'm like, I'm leaning into the mic stand. And I was like, yeah, if you, if you want me to fucking embarrass you in front of your girlfriend here, I will. Like, shut the fuck up. And then, like, the, like, bartender, she came out. She's like, guys, come on. Like, stop, stop, stop. And the guy, like, left me alone. And then, uh, like, six months later, it turned out that his uh, girlfriend or wife, I don't know if they're married or not, uh, is one of the servers at Chicago Joe's now. Because she was like, oh, my God, that was my boyfriend that wanted to beat the shit out of you this time. (laughs) So then, and then another time, we actually had a semi-crowd. And uh, I was hosting that night, and we had a new guy on stage, brand new guy. And that's a tough room for a fucking new comic. Oh, yeah. And he's bombing, and this guy is just yelling, just heckless, big, fat fucking loser, (laughs) just heckling him from the back corner. So then, uh, I don't want to name him, but the comic comes off, and I go back up. And I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. And he's like, what'd you say? And I was like, shut your fat fucking mouth. And he's like, you want to step outside, G? And he says, G. And I was like, put your fucking helmet on and maybe. And he's like, <laughs> and then he storms out. And I'm like, there. And everyone like cheered because he left. And I was like, all right, here comes your next comic. I bring the next comic up. I go to the back of the room where the comics sit. And as I'm getting back to the back of the room, all of a sudden, everyone like jumps up and goes running by me. And I turn around and this fucking guy is running at me. And not only did all the comics get up, yeah. but the old regular guys from the bar got up and they're in between us. And oh, they're like, no. and once I turn around and there's like 20 people between us, um, now I'm big and I'm like who the fuck are you like I'm yelling at him and all the guys are like Adam shut the fuck up and I was like you get the fuck out of here nobody wanted you fucking here in the first place and then he leaves and all the old regular guys were like no one was beating the shit out of you but us and everyone like clapped and they sat down and I was like yeah fuck yeah <laughs> so so I've had two different people try to fight me um, is that show still going? no Fuck. No, okay, and you want to know how it ended? This how? is my favorite thing. We went to do the show one night. We used to do it on. We did it on Wednesdays, and we did it on Thursdays. It depended on the week because yeah. we, we wouldn't go up against an Oilers game sure. because it was oh yeah no, yeah, no point. Yeah, sure. So we had a Thursday night show, and it was during the NFL season, and the guys wanted to watch the regulars at the bar, who were the only people there, wanted to watch Thursday night football, and they were like, "How much can we pay you guys to not do the show?" <laughs> And we made like a hundred bucks a week to do the show, and they were like, "What would it cost us to have you not do a comedy show so we could watch football?" And that was the week where me and the other host were just like, this show is done. We're like, when the audience is like, hey, what do we have to pay you to not do a fucking show? We're like, it's time to not do a show. So how much did you make that night? Uh, I wasn't there that night. I I switched out. I I know Mike got some money. (laughs) He was like, yeah, I'll take your fucking money. I don't care. So made like quadruple regular. Yeah. So I don't know, man. So we've had some of those. We did a show up near Fort Mac once uh, in this fucking seedy little hotel. Yeah. And the dude that booked it, like we gave him a good show. There's only about a dozen people there, but like Mm. I was the opening act and then the headliner actually was Mike uh, killed and we gave him a good fucking show. And then the guy was like, well, I don't, uh, the owner didn't come down and I can't get into the safe to pay you guys. Uh, He's like, so we'll have to send you a check. And Mike's been doing this job for like, he was kind of a mentor to me. He was a mentor yeah. to me when I started. Mm-hmm. And Mike, uh, Mike's been doing it for like 35 years. Mike's like, no, 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 no. That's not how it fucking, 
it's like he's like you because we'll never see that money yeah, again we're not sure, driving five for hours sure. back to get this money he's like you yeah. got to find a way to pay us and the dude ended up like opening the pool tables and like every and like taking all and we got this giant paper bag of loonies <laughs> oh, like a giant like the type of thing you'd see like a sock full of pennies that like it was just this huge fucking like bottom almost falling out paper bag full of loonies and that was what we got so we're driving back to edmonton counting up these fucking loonies and i was just like what am i doing with my fucking life that this is like this is what the fuck this isn't a job fuck me so that's amazing that's amazing that's that's some of my worst shows and then the best shows are always grand prairie um we've heard that actually yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. buddy I, I i'm gonna like when this goes live i'm gonna share it and everything and i'm gonna tell grand prairie i fucking gave you your shout out yeah i do the yeah. casino there a couple of times a year yep and uh i i love that show more than life itself it is yeah. like and i don't even tell jokes they just get you so fucking drunk i had a guy arrested in the front row uh, I was on stage in a mid joke and these fucking giant cops walk in and they go to the guy front row and it's like a 200 seat room and it's full cops go to this guy in the front row and they're like are you so and so and the guy's like yeah and they're like we have a nationwide warrant for your arrest and he's like fuck and he just stands up puts his hand behind his back and they cuff him and walk him out and I'm on stage and I just stop talking and I'm watching like and everyone just stops like the whole show yeah, just like yeah, the record sure. scratch and everyone's watching this guy get walked out and then everyone just turns back to me like well like, yeah, like, go on. And I was like, "Are you guys aren't gonna go with your friend like to the table?" They're like, "No, fuck him." And I was like, "None of you even reacted." And they were like, "Yeah, it's Grand Prairie." And everyone like cheered. And I was like, "Where the fuck is this? Like, what the fuck?" And I have like, I dude, I was just there on Wednesday, this past yeah. Wednesday. I co-headlined yeah. it with my pal Ryan. I did forty-five minutes, and in forty-five minutes, I did fourteen shots and a beer. And I'm not a big drinker oh my because God. they just kept sending up drink because that's what they do. They they when every time I go up there they try to get me drunk and then as I do the shots they all go Hurr! like Hurr! and try to get me to and like I'm like you guys aren't even getting jokes. I can't fucking stand up and they all just love it. And then I'm like really? this is my job now. Like what the fuck? So are you guys even coherent up there? No. By the end of it I'm not, dude. I dude there was the first time they got me really drunk up there. I did the, an hour like I, yeah. I full out headline, and uh, I was like okay. I was so fucking drunk. I'm, I'm not a big drinker. Like that is a like I. That's a lot of booze. That's, right? a, lot that's a lot of booze fucking, in 45. But minutes. I was fucking wrecked. That's a yeah. lot of alcohol for a fucking alcohol. Right? Yeah. Like I was. In I was minutes. wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> and so one night I'm up there. They gave me these shots. I'm fucked up, and I had like five minutes left. And I was like, okay, guys, we've had fun. I got one joke left, and I was like, contractually, I have to tell a joke. Or I don't get my forty dollars. Like I said, that's one of the jokes I was making. I don't make any money. I was like, so just please let me tell this joke. And everyone I was like, you guys ready for a joke? Because I hadn't barely told a joke. And everyone's like, yeah. Like they, you know, like they're like, let's go. Yeah. And the joke, the first line of the joke was, "Has anyone's mom ever said?" Those are the first words of this joke. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, you guys. And I was like, has anyone's mom? And I just stopped. And like all the words were just, and I just. To the microphone and everyone just started applauding and i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm fucking closing on that and everyone like and i walked off the stage and the manager nicole was like that was the best and worst show i've ever seen and i was like i know and i'm not the only one comics know so grand prairie can fucking break you there's 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 three types of comics there's like the middle of the road comics that go to grand prairie and they they get through their time and it's good enough there yeah. are comics that go to grand prairie and it fucking eats them alive and they never go back again because yeah. there's a fucking 
vicious room. And then there are comics, and I'm not the only one. I know Sterling. You guys would mention we were talking about Sterling Scott before. Yeah. Uh, Sterling has gotten fucked up in Grand Prairie. Yeah. A couple of the guys from here in Edmonton have gotten fucked up in Grand Prairie. And every time I go back now, I post about it on Instagram. I get people commenting. They're like, it's the only place I have a fan base is fucking Grand Prairie. Because yeah. they're like, and I don't even think they think I'm funny. They're just like, we just really want to see the googly eyed kid puke. Like, that's all they want out of it. And like, and, and I love it. I fucking love it. It's, was, it's my gonna, favorite show. I was just going to say, it's just like, can I tell a joke? And then just fucking hurl. Yeah, <laughs> that would be good. Let me tell a joke. Is there a waste bin around? I've come close, man. Yeah, I fucking yeah. I was up there with my pal Mark uh, last year, and there's a bar right across. So the hotel you stay in is literally next door to the casino. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a bar, like a pub in the parking lot of the hotel. And so we leave the casino, and normally I'm like I'm very introverted. Like I, when I'm doing something like this or I'm doing comedy, that's like when I get it all out. And yeah. then as soon as I'm done, I, I just want to disappear. You know what I mean? Like I want to mm-hmm, go back mm-hmm. and read or play a video game and just hide. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was so fucking lit up. We come off the stage of Grand Prairie, and I was like, "Let's go get some more drinks." And Mark's like, "Yeah, okay, sure." And we went to this pub and got like a couple more beers and some wings and everything. And like a week later, I'm looking at my credit card, and I was like. I was going to call the den. That's the name of the bar and be like, yo, someone like stole my credit. Cause I did not remember going to this fucking bar. And Mark was like, dude, you fucking insisted. And he's like, and you only ate like half your wings. He's like, you fucking can barely see. And then the next morning they give you this like crappy breakfast in the hotel there. Yeah. And it's like, so I always just get like a bagel with like some cheese whiz on it. Cause that's the only place I eat cheese whiz is in grand Prairie. <laughs> Cause you want to talk about food from your childhood. That yeah. You fucking cheese whiz, man. Yeah. But when you're hung over, cheese whiz is magic. And so I, yeah, I, I, I get it? a bagel. I cover it cheese whiz. I eat it. And then we're driving back to Edmonton. It's like a four and a half hour drive. Yeah. And I've never felt so shitty. Like in my, like, I'm like one eye is like half closed. And I was like, I could still feel the like booze, like flowing through my body. And I was just like, this is the fucking best and worst job. I was like, why? How is this? That's one of those nights where you feel guilty. And you're like, this yeah. isn't even a fucking job. Yeah. Like, what am yeah. I doing? Yeah. So, so shout out to all my friends in Grand Prairie. I'm back there June 10th. And come out and let's get drunk because I fucking <laughs> nice. love that show. Awesome. That's so hilarious. That, so that's probably the worst. That's probably the worst. And Grand Prairie is the best. So nice. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know. There's been some cool, like, some cool experiences. I got to do the Edmonton Comedy Festival last yeah. year, which okay. was really yeah. dope because I used to go to those shows and then I got to be on the, like, in the festival. Yeah. And yeah. Be, yeah like, that's you awesome. know, so that was cool. Um, I get to do some clubs. I don't do a ton outside of the Western Canada. I do mm-hmm. a three week run every year now to Absolute Comedy and they're in Kingston, Ottawa, and Toronto. Oh, okay. And that's really cool just to get to do like the big clubs in like Toronto and Ottawa is a gorgeous city. I fucking love Ottawa and I have family out there. So I get Mm -hmm. to visit my family and stuff. Um, But like I, a lot of comics like, and I'm not shitting on them, but like a lot of comics, like their goals, they want to get famous. Like they want to end up moving to New York or LA. They want to get big. They want to get on TV and tour and all that stuff like that. And, um, and I swear to God, it's when I started saying this, I thought maybe I was saying it because I was afraid that I wasn't good enough to get famous. And maybe there is still a hint of that in me, but I really sincerely believe it now. Like I, I'm a 36 year old man with a mortgage. I've got a girlfriend that I hate. I hate going on the road because I just I miss home. Like I get homesick really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, all I want to do is just do corporate shows in Western Canada. <laughs> we can soundbite him pretty good on that one. I got a, I got a girlfriend I hate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'll say like, I have a girlfriend that I hate sometimes. <laughs> I, she fucking knows. She fucking she hates me more. Um, but like I just I've decided that's kind of what I want to do with my career is yeah. I, I, my goal is uh, I work fairly clean like yeah. I said yeah and uh, so that plays great like small towns yeah. if they want to do like a fundraiser for a fucking school or something right. you know what I mean so I kind of launched my own company now where I book some of my own shows and mm-hmm. then you know because I can pay myself to headline I get to pay my friends and frankly I pay my friends better than a lot of the other fucking other shows like yeah. there's a, oh there's uh, you know what I don't I don't even, I know I don't work for him so I don't fucking care there's a, a fucking idiot named James Uloth. 
who's a comedian who used to live here in Edmonton. And then it, I think he was before I lived here, before I started comedy. Yep. And then he moved to LA, I guess, so to try to be famous or something. Uh, and it didn't work. And now he fucking comes back here and does fucking fundraisers and pays the comics. I did a four show run with him and made like 270 bucks for huh. like four days work. And I had to oh, buy shit. all my own food. Yeah. And so like I basically broke even doing these fucking shows. And then he headlined all the shows and he's a hack and he fucking bombed every night and it was terrible. And uh, he comes up here and takes gigs from us and then yeah. doesn't pay the comics anything. And I was shit. like, well, that's bullshit. So yeah, yeah. I started AB Comedy because yeah. that's my website. I was going right. to plug my website, like abcomedy.net. And you can go there and I, I do fundraisers for just about anything. I book yeah. corporate shows and I, I pay the comics as fairly as I possibly. Like a lot of openers, like, dude, you make 100, 150 bucks a show. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. and then the headliner can make a nice four figure payday. Yeah. But you get like nothing. And so whenever I book a show, I usually divide the pay into four slices. And I, I try to give a quarter to the to the MC, a quarter to the opening act. I pay myself half to headline and to my trouble for booking the show. Yeah. Hmm. And I'm like, and I think that's a it's a fair because they're my yeah. friends and yeah, I know what damn. it's like to be an opener and not make any fucking Absolutely. money. I'm still an opener. Like I'm in that I'm in that weird transition now where I'm trying to be a headliner, but I'm still kind of an opener. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say it at every one of my shows, and I swear, I swear on my oh, I always say I swear on my dog because that's like my most prized <laughs> thing in the world is my dog. I swear on my dog's life. Like I tell every one of these small towns, man, the funnest comedy shows there is is either small town Saskatchewan or small town Alberta. Because it's just fucking good people. Yeah. Everyone knows each other. They're yeah. just excited to have something to do. You can't offend them. Dude, yeah. like, not that I try, but, like, right. they're all just, you know, fucking down-to-earth, redneck, fucking prairie people. And they're the funnest shows. And I've decided, like, that's all I want my career to be. Yeah. And, and I want to make some money, and I try to save my money as best I can because when my girlfriend's ready to retire, I was like, I don't, I don't want to do comedy anymore. I like it. I don't love it. There's yeah. comedians that love it that are geeks that watch comedy all the time. And, there's all the, and like, that's cool. Like, you're a comedy geek, right? I'm mm-hmm. a sports geek. They're comedy geeks. Yeah. Uh, that's not me. Um, now that I've been doing it for, for four years, I'm like, it's, it's like, it's not, if I could quit comedy and make the same money doing just my video game podcasts and stuff, I would in a heartbeat because I'm more passionate about the video games. But, uh, I also know that doing comedy beats the shit out of driving a forklift. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so now I've just turned it into, it's, I'm a, I'm, I'm a straight up, like, are you guys, do you guys watch, you guys don't watch pro wrestling, do you? No. Okay, do you guys know who Brock Lesnar is? Yes. Everyone knows who Brock Lesnar is. So Brock Lesnar's been back in, in pro wrestling in WWE for like eight years. Mm-hmm. And basically, his, like, he never shows up. He only shows up half a dozen times a year. And when he does, he just beats everyone and leaves. And like, it's basically his gimmick is he's like, I don't even want to be here. They just pay me a ton of money. Yeah. I'm going to come. Yeah. And I've yeah. become that of, of minus the ton of money. But I've become the Brock Lesnar of comedy. I'm like, <laughs> I want to come in. I want to get paid. And I want to leave. You know what I mean? The only yeah. difference is I'm like, dude, it's so shitty. Like when you go to like a big scene and you're trying to get noticed by the clubs and you're doing all the, I'm not shitting on the guys that grind on Instagram and stuff. Cause I respect that. Cause that's what you got to do. You got to build a brand. Absolutely. There are clubs that won't even like, you can't get on their stage unless you got so many followers and all that. You know what I mean? Like you got to be a big deal. And I, and I respect that hustle, but I'm like, that's not me. That's not for you. That's yeah. not what I want to do. Frankly, I'm not good enough at what I do to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Like my, my jokes aren't edgy. My jokes aren't going to blow up on Instagram. My jokes yeah. are just clean fun i do crowd work i make fun of like the small towns i like to make fun of the small towns when i go to grand prairie i shit on grand prairie and all the little towns around it and people like those like you know what i mean like people get into it because they're like oh this is like a show for us right and that's what i want my career to be and if i can do that for another 25 years and then when my girlfriend's ready to retire i have enough money in the bank to not have to get up there and make my jokes anymore then it's like dude it's been a slice i'm fucking out you know what i mean like yeah for sure so that's that's what i've decided i want to do with my career and now that i'm starting to do more and more of them uh those are the fun. I was telling you guys when I walked in, you were like, do you have any shows this weekend? And on Friday, I performed in a barn 
outside of Cremona, which yeah, is a village yeah, yeah. north of Calgary. And those people were fucking awesome. I made yeah. fun of being in a barn awesome. and I made fun of their town. I was like, when you guys finish it, like this is going to be a nice town. Like it's just like, it's, it's like a block <laughs> of people yeah. and they love it. And I was like, this is so much more fun than fucking sitting at one of these comedy clubs all night and getting drunk and yeah you know i mean like i just right i right. would rather do those small town shows yeah that's you know awesome, do so you're not you, you don't shy away or dislike the corporate gigs no, at all or whatever, not at all but, you know yeah. what dude I, yeah. I posted something about it one time because some comics hate corporates yeah oh, particularly yeah. corporates where you can't some of them yeah. it's it's anything goes yeah but some of them like hey no swearing you know no <clears throat> some people don't want jokes about climate change especially here in in alberta right or they don't want political jokes yeah or they don't want you sure. know um you know the most controversial topics you know like a, like abortion or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, which is which fine is fair. which yeah. is totally fine right but like i'm of the mindset like yo if you hire comics you can put any it's on the comic to say no I, i'm not doing the show under those parameters like mm. that's fine yeah. mm-hmm. but uh, i did post after my first corporate season i remember posting in the comedians group and some people agreed with me i think some people didn't but I was like, to you comics that are like hate doing corporates, go get a real job and have to drive a forklift in a fucking shipping yard in 40 below for a month. And then if someone's like, hey, I'll pay you two weeks of what you would have made on that forklift for an hour of comedy, but you're not allowed to say the word fuck. You'll be like, I hate the word fuck. I don't even want to yeah. say that fucking word. Like, I've yeah, never said that word I'll before. I'll sign. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I won't even. I won't even say. I won't even make an F sound. I won't sound. even think it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it's like I, to me, I'm like it's just it's so much better than having a real yeah. job. Like yeah. if they, if you don't want me to For swear sure. or something, For that's sure. fine. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. So. And if you're a clean set, you have a clean style as well. It's it's easy easier. Yeah. It's For easier. sure. But yeah. No, is. that that's a very good point, right? Like it's end of the day, you're getting paid to. Mm-hmm. go stand on stage and make funny sounds more or less right so, yeah man yeah, it's and it's pretty awesome you know and like in it like it is work like i don't like oh, to, yeah. i hate it when people are like because i always joke about it too people are like oh, you're a comedian you don't even have a job you know what i mean like i joke about it too because yeah. it's not i'm telling you like and there's oh, a yeah. lot of comics that never get a real job mm. from the time they're 17 or 18 they're doing comedy and maybe they work a part-time job while they're trying to get their foot in the door with comedy but like yeah. like i i worked a fucking job for 15 years you know what i mean and i'm like some of you have never done that and it fucking shows cuz you don't know like we're not entitled to, and i try to say that like we're not entitled to this phenomenal living and and i, I know i'm not going to catch some heat from some comics for it but i don't care like we're not entitled to make six figures and we're not entitled to all this type of thing we might get it yeah. You know what I mean? And it is frustrating to see American comics come up to Canada and get more than we're getting, but we can't go to America and tell jokes for money without getting thrown in jail because you don't have a work visa down there. Like, it's so hard. Uh, is that a real it thing? Is, dude, it is. I don't know if you get thrown in jail, but it's so <laughs> fucking hard for a It's something like 10 grand to apply for a work visa as a comic in Canada. Really? And then you're oh, not even okay. guaranteed you'll get it. Right. And then once you get it, if you get it, now you've got to go down to the States and get noticed amongst all those fucking American really? comics. Okay. Wow. Whereas like if a club or somebody here wanted to bring in an American comic and I'm, I'm kind of talking out of my ass. I don't know the exact details, but it's something like you pay a couple hundred dollar, you pay something at like the airport or at something hmm. to like bring them in. And then they're, it's like a temporary work visa and then they're allowed to come in and work. Really? So okay. for an American wow. to come up here and rip it up, it's no problem for yeah. us to go to the States. It's, it's very hard. So fucked. Wow. Up. Hmm. Um, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's a fucking it's it's sick. So like, I'm not saying Canadian comics have it easy because we fucking don't at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I like I mean it when I say like we're not just entitled to this great living. At the end of the right. day, like we're not contributing a lot to society. Like I mean, no, no, like we like uh, you know, it, people need to laugh. Art yeah. matters. Yeah. yeah, humor matters. TV comedy, you know what I mean? That shit matters. Yeah. But like, let's be honest. Like the dude that is fucking up in Fort Mac digging oil out of frozen ground, or the the fucking guy that's interrogating lawns off of his fucking phone like looking you know what i mean like like you know what i mean like anyone like that they're bringing a lot more to the table than we are 
Yeah. So it's like, don't complain and act like you're entitled to make mm-hmm. the same money and get the same benefits yeah. as a dude that's working outside all winter and doing his, like a, a real job, you know, cause you're not, you can get it, mm-hmm. but you're not fucking entitled to it. And if you want the guarantee of the benefits and that money and everything, then go get a fucking job. Yeah, for sure. You know, and like that's the type of shit where like I know I'm gonna piss some veteran comics off, but those veteran comics don't fucking work with me already, so I don't care. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's I'm, pretty like, fair, yeah. man. I mean, it's I, a perspective. I, I get it. Yeah. It's yeah. all perspective for sure. Right? It's just so, a simple fact, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you guys are doing a podcast, and this podcast yeah. is fucking rad. But like, no, you're not you. you're not sitting here being like. Well, what the fuck? How come we're not making six figures a year in ad run? Exactly. Because you're not fucking entitled to it. The world, if this podcast wrapped up tomorrow, if Joe Joe Rogan's got the biggest podcast in the world, I think most people would agree with that. It's got to be, right? Uh, If Joe Rogan's podcast disappeared tomorrow, the entire world would keep spinning without a hitch. We'd be like, okay, well, I can't listen to Joe Rogan anymore. Do you know what I mean? It sucks, but oh well. He's very. $100 million a year. Where the fuck is it, boy? (laughs) Where the fuck is it? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm a big believer in that. Like, if you. Do what you want to do, and there's a way to do it and make good money. But like, don't I, entitlement fucking drives me crazy. You're not yeah, entitled absolutely. to it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And comedy is so fucking frustrating because people that everyone you can't help but compare yourself. Yeah. And I know we've talked about comparison. Sure. But it's so hard not oh, yeah. to. It's so fucking dude. At any job, if you're a salesman, yep. you're, you're comparing your sales numbers to the other salespeople, yep. right? Yep. And then if one of them gets the promotion and you have better sales numbers, you're like, well, what the fuck? And yeah. in, in a perfect world, comedy would be the funniest person gets to headline the shows, and then it's the second funniest person gets to do this. And that's not how it works. Yep. A lot of it is just, hey, how many tickets can you sell? Yeah. You know what I mean? Jeremy, do you guys did you guys watch Entourage? Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy Piven was I think it's his name it was Ari, the dude yeah. that played Ari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, okay. yeah. He was doing comedy. He fucking came to one of the clubs here and apparently the show was not very I didn't go. Uh so I don't I don't know, but apparently the show wasn't that good. Oh, but yeah. the dude can sell out fucking right. room because everybody wants to see Ari. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. And there's so many comics that are just like, so I can't I can't get fucking I'm trying to get booked in, in clubs mm-hmm. and I can't get in, but fucking Ari Gold can headline every club in the country and make bank doing it. And it's mm-hmm. not based on and merit. Be good. Yeah. But it's a business and yeah. he can sell fucking tickets. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, that's kinda that's kinda how it is, right? So even in like I don't know. That that's kind of life. Like no matter what industry or whatever, there's gonna be people who like is the absolute best person number one. Probably not. Nope. Actually, right? Nope. Like it's there's a lot of other factors. Yeah, like, man. It's just it's and it's and again, again, I'm not trying to shit talk everybody, but a lot of the people I deal with in comedy haven't worked a regular job for a long time, so they mm-hmm. just don't understand. That's how that's how fucking society yeah. works. It sucks, you know? Even when I started. You know what? When I started, I started getting booked early. And a lot of the reason I started getting booked early, people were like, it doesn't even... I mean, if you're funny, that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. But, like, the headliner needs to be able to stand you, like, being in the car with you. Yeah. And chances are you need to have a car. Because a lot of comics <laughs> don't drive. And they're like, yeah. if you have a car and you're nice, uh, you'll get work. True. And that's true. I started getting work well before I was ready to work. Like, mm. from a funny point. Because mm-hmm. yeah. at the end of the day, like the, the opening act's not going to fuck up the show. If you go up there and do 20 minutes and bomb, yeah. it's, it's the headliner's job to go up there and do an hour and yeah, clean exactly. it up. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's like, I'm, I'm an older guy, so if you're an older comic, you don't want to go on the road with a, with a fucking 22-year-old that is like going to be chasing waitresses and doing coke. There's a lot of face. them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, yeah, you're like, sure. I, want, I want the 34-year-old who will drive, drive well. And be ready to go back to the hotel as soon as the show is over. And like yeah. just me, I'm yeah, like my back sure. hurts and I'm tired and it's nine thirty <laughs> and I've got a headache. I want to yeah. go to bed. Yeah. So it's it's not all on merit. And um, so again, like to wrap it all up, what I'm trying to say is like these guys that are trying to get big and get famous and everything like that. I just that grind. I respect it, but it just turns me off so much because I'm like it's not based on merit. It's based on 
I mean, some of it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's a lot about who you know and if they like you and can you sell tickets and being in the right place at the right time. And, mm-hmm. and it's just such a fucking dog-eat-dog competitive world. Comedy is fun, man. Being on stage and having a good set is the fucking best feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. But the business side of comedy is fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. It is Absolutely. a fucking disgusting industry. Very cutthroat, I imagine, and stuff too. It's ridiculous. So. so, but then on that note, do you feel... Because I think in all of the entertainment industry, there's a little bit of a... Uh, becoming a bit more of a free market relatively like there's less gatekeepers and 100%. stuff than 10 years ago 20 years ago and then 100%. you see guys doing like the youtube and instagram clip things who are now like andrew schultz is like an example yeah. I, I think of right where like yeah. they've kind of just just decided to say forget it yeah forget these old school guys and making mm-hmm. certain promoters like me and kind of Oh yeah, bypassing like, that. Like yeah. I'm again, I'm a baby. Like I'm four years in, which in comedy world is like right. I'm an infant. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But mm-hmm. like I know that for a long time there were there were. I mean, even going back to like Carson and stuff. Like it was like yeah. you had to get on Carson. You know what I mean? And then yeah, if you got on the... Carson, and then if he gave if he waved you over to the couch after your set, mm-hmm. you were made. Like he was a gate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was gatekeeping, right? Those late night talk shows were gatekeeping and stuff like that. And it just is obviously those things still help you. Yeah. But it, it's not like that anymore. When today's in the, with the internet and everything, mm-hmm. you can. There are some phenomenal comics that have gone out and done it all completely on their own, which I respect the shit out of. You can like, dude, with the equipment in this room right now, if I wanted to, I could record a comedy album. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. I could record yeah. a comedy album. I just need a room full of people to laugh. And then yeah. I record a comedy album. I could put it on iTunes. I could put it on Spotify, on YouTube, send it to Sirius XM. Maybe they'll play it, shit like that. Yeah. And I and it used to be that like you needed someone to, to do that for you. To do it for you, to sign you, to put you on TV, to do all that. And you don't need that anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's not just comedy. That goes back to what we were talking about, about doing whatever it is you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Music, you don't have to go podcast, get podcast, music, whatever. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to go get a fucking $400,000, $500,000 business loan to start a business anymore. Yeah. You need, yeah. you need, 80 bucks to pay for a website on Wix and you can you know what I mean like sign up for a free Twitter sign up for a free Instagram um, I think the internet is a toxic place but I also it's the best and worst thing to happen to humanity it truly in, is in a yeah. long time that's yeah. what humanity is it's very it is yin humanity and yang. it is fucking humanity now yeah. Yeah. yeah it's opened the door for anyone to do anything they want as long as you're willing to put the work in mm-hmm. and I think I as much as I hate the internet, I just I think that is so fucking cool. Like I have podcasts I listen to and YouTubers I watch and 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 stuff like that. Like blogs I read and shit like that that I I, I would have never found if they were all through fucking CBC because you know, nobody <laughs> yeah. fucking knows anything from CBC, CBC right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's so, a good place to end. <laughs> yeah. Well. Fuck CBC. <laughs> fuck CBC. Fuck CBC. And Honestly, fuck games you lost. We're okay. the new media here. Yeah. Um, actually, I wanted to ask you about one more thing that I read on your website. Mm-hmm. So you were in a movie recently? Are in a movie oh, yeah. coming up? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Uh, so now you're a comedian slash actor? or I guess so. I'm on IMDb. Like, yeah, I have an IMDb yeah. page. It doesn't matter. But yeah, okay. So I'll, I don't tell this story very often yeah. because it's... Is it out yet, the movie? or No, I don't think it's ever going to come out. Um, <laughs> okay. Like, I hope it does. Yeah. So like, okay. So there is a dude. What the fuck's his name? Mike, Michael Maxis. Mike Maxis. I'm sorry if I'm getting your name wrong, Mike. He's the, the I think he wrote it. Mm-hmm. And I believe he's the, he's the director. He's a director from here in Edmonton. He owns, or at least he used to own El Cortez. Okay. Uh, down oh, okay. Fucking yeah. really rad guy. Like he's directed some music videos, like some stuff to do with the Oilers and stuff. He's a fucking oh, really? super okay. cool guy. Mm-hmm. And so he went to the comic strip because he got like approved. He got like a grant from somebody to like make this movie. And he was like a professional, like really big, like cool fucking movie filmed right here in Edmonton. And uh, he had, um, oh fuck, I'm going to forget the name of the star now. And I know it's fucking, I don't know anything about movies. 
Um, Keanu Reeves. I <laughs> know uh, he's not that big a deal. Yeah. Uh, oh god. Well, damn I saw because Cowboy Cerrone. Cowboy in Cerrone's it. in it. Yeah, and then there's another dude. Um, I'll try to keep talking while I look it up because I really like the guy and I don't want to fuck up and forget his name. But anyway, so Michael came to the comic strip, the club in the mall, mm-hmm. and and talked to the manager and was like, "Hey, I need a couple of guys okay. to play some extras in this movie. Sure. Uh, I prefer them to be kind of funny." And he's like, uh, anyone you think might be interested, give them this phone number and they can come down and like audition and stuff is like it that. Hopper Penn. Hopper Penn. That's it. Sean Penn's son. Oh, that's okay. who it is. He's oh, they the definitely star. look alike, actually, yeah. when you look at it. Like, and, and Hopper, I guess, has had some issues with drugs and stuff like that. And this was like one of his first like starring roles. And he was kind of trying to like clean himself up and okay. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so, so anyway, so the manager of the comic strip reached out to some of the comics and was like, hey, you, if you want to go audition for this movie, do this. And he sent it to me. And I like right away ignored it because I was like, I don't want to act. I fucking, I can't act. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I, and like, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm a lot less self-conscious about it now than I used to be. But like, I have my lazy eye, right? And so like, I, I was like, if you see it on camera, you can fucking see it. And right. Now right. I don't care because I go on stage make fun of it all the time but when we did this like three years ago I was still kind of I was like I don't want to do it my girlfriend's like you should just just go to the audition just to see what auditioning for a movie is like like just go try it so I finally I texted the guy and he was like yeah I can set you up this date to come in and read a couple lines I was like okay so I went down I read the lines and uh, I met Michael and a couple of them and they're like okay well thanks we'll let you know like if we're gonna call you back and I thought that was it and I left and then he fucking called me a few days later and was like hey why don't you come in for a second reading and I'm like, oh, like, oh, okay. Like, I, I didn't, okay. So I went down and did the second reading, and then I left. And then a few days later, he reaches out, and he's like, hey, Adam, we're doing a table read on, like, so-and-so date. Uh, can you come down for the table read? And I was like, sorry, man, I got to work, because I had my day job still at time. Right, I was like, okay. But, but thanks a lot for the offer. It was a really fun thing to try, and good luck with the movie. And because I really didn't understand what he's trying to say. And he's like, no, no, man. He's like, we gave you the part. Yeah. He's like, you're going to miss a table read. But I only had like two or three lines. He's like, you're going to miss a table read. Don't worry about it, man. We'll, we'll catch you up later. Hmm. Uh, congrats. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I'm, I'm going to be in a fucking movie. Like, yeah. what? Uh, so then we go down and we, sh- we shoot the day. And it was so cool. We got like this big trailer and they like, fucking fed It was us here in Edmonton? Here in Edmonton. Yeah. We filmed it at Albert's Restaurant on 109th. Okay. Kind of a really shady looking little like diner place. Uh, wait on 100. It's up the road from Arcadia. I can't think of the what actual address is of it because I don't know. I don't go down. Hundred ninth Street. Yes. Albert. Oh, it must be up by Nate. I want to. It say says yeah, maybe yeah. it's Anyways. like a really shady Anyways. little like you know like sure. a like a like a the greasy spoon like yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So we film it there, and basically the long and short of the story because I don't know how much I'm allowed to say with the not. I, well, so like the movie has like we reshot all the scenes like a year ago or a few months ago, and the movie still doesn't come out. I, I, I just I mean, my understanding is a lot of these projects can get stuck in development. Hell oh like yeah, forever, yeah, for sure, right? yeah. for sure. Um, but we go film the scene, and basically me and another comedian, we play these two guys that work at the greasy spoon. And so does Hopper's character, who's uh, and and we pick on him. We're always picking on, him, oh, okay. on Hopper, okay? Yeah. Like we like we write like I don't I can't I don't know what all I can say, but like so we pick on him. And then Cowboy Cerrone, who if you don't watch USC, is like a very very established like great USC fighter. He just fought Conor McGregor yeah. like a month ago. Yeah. Uh, he got his ass kicked, but he fought Conor yeah. McGregor. So anyway, so he is Hopper's older brother. And so we pick on Hopper, we pick on Hopper, we pick on Hopper, and then finally Hopper goes and gets his older brother, and his older brother comes back and beats the fuck out of us. And so when I went in and read these lines, I had no idea that I was doing stunt work or, like, fighting. But then the day of the scene, <laughs> we go in for, like, rehearsals, and they put all these pads under, like, our clothes, and they're like, so Cowboy's going to beat the shit out of the first guy, and then I'm going to run over and grab him, and then he's going to kick me in the stomach, and I'm going to hit a wall, and he's going to pull me off the wall and elbow me in the chin and knock me out, and then he's going to, like, leave with Hopper and, like, just leave us laid out. Because we're like the two pieces of shit that have been picking right, up brother, right. right? And so I'm like, and uh, we were there for like 12 hours. We probably shot the scene like 20 times because yeah. it's like shoot it again, shoot it again, shoot yeah. it again. Yeah. Um, and on the very last take of the day, 
he fucking he kicks me and then they tried to film it from a different angle so instead of me hitting the wall i was gonna just be in an open area and after he pulls me up to elbow me a third guy is supposed to run in and be like what the fuck man and then he leaves and the guy missed it and the guy that fucking ran in who missed his cue was the stunt director okay and so cowboy kicks me he pulls me up and cowboy is a world-class dangerous trained fighter like his kicks, you can feel the wind going by from these fucking boots, and you're like, woof. Like, like that would fucking kill a man. Yeah. Cowboy grabs me by the shirt, pulls me up, and as he goes to throw this elbow at my chin, the stunt director misses his cue, runs in early, bumps into me from behind. I get pushed forward. Oh. And the next thing I remember, I wake up, and Cowboy's holding me up by the armpits, and my legs have gone like spaghetti, and I'm just out. Oh, and I guess shit. I was only out for about 10 seconds is what the guy said. Damn. Like, I don't remember it. Yeah. And Cowboy's like, dude, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I was like, I, I'm good. And he like stands me up. And when he lets go, I just fell over. Because I, I didn't know who the fuck I was. So they yeah. took me out to this ambulance. And oh, like, yeah, shit. Yeah. So like, I, it looked like I had a concussion and my jaw got all fucked up. And, um, yeah. So uh, Cowboy felt terrible. Because like, he's a pro. And that, was yeah. a, that wasn't his fault. That was that yeah, fucking yeah, guy for bumped sure. me forward. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I don't remember it, but the guy said that Cowboy, like, because they had to film one more scene, and Cowboy's like, I got to know if that guy's okay. Like, I got to know if that guy's okay. So they came out to the ambulance, and they're like, hey, Cowboy wants to know if you're all right. And I apparently I said, just ask him if his elbow's fine. <laughs> uh, which, like, was me trying to be funny. But, uh, yeah, like, I got, dude, I, um, I'll show them to me afterwards. I got pictures on my phone of me with Cowboy at the, oh, cool. at the scene. That's awesome. And in the first picture, it's after he knocked me out. And in the first scene, my eyes are like, I look drunk. And they were like, dude, we got to retake the picture. They're like, really? Just wake up. And Cowboy's like, yeah, man, come on. Like, slap me in the face a little bit. I like open my eyes and smile. We take the picture. And as soon as the picture's over, it was just like, oh. <laughs> and so I did that Damn. acting. And the movie still doesn't wow. come out. It actually was a really good payday because we worked like 12 hours. I got stunt pay plus actor's pay plus nice. overtime. Wow. Uh, it was Sick. a really cool experience. But I hated it. I just, I'm not a good actor. Yeah. It was boring. And For then sure. uh, they offered me a membership in ACTRA, which is the Alberta Actors Guild. Mm -hmm. But you got to oh, pay okay. to like join their union. Right. And my girlfriend's like, you should really sign up. It's a couple hundred bucks a year. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to, I'm never going to act again. Yeah. I fucking hate it. I don't want to do it. So I threw it out. It's long expired. I can't join now. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a Ghostbusters super fan. And I don't know if you guys know this, but they filmed the new Ghostbusters down near Calgary. Okay. Last summer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, it's coming out this like fall, I think, but they filmed it down near Calgary. And Actra was more than likely going to provide all the extras for this movie. And so I was like, if I had joined, I would have uh, I would have given them my entire pay from Puppy Love, which was a nice four-figure paycheck yeah. to get to be a walk-on extra in Ghostbusters. Like, I yeah. like, that would have been the most coming of circle. Cool. I would have wow. like, like, Cowboy can knock me out again. Just let me be in this <laughs> fucking movie. Yeah, so, so I put it in my bio because it makes me sound more credible. You're like, yeah. oh my God, he worked with Hopper Penn and Cowboy Cerrone. Where in reality, I was in like two scenes for about four minutes in a movie that probably will never come out, and I sucked, and I got beat up and got a concussion. Damn. <laughs> so that was the story. But I Shit. put it in my bio yeah, because yeah. you got to have stuff to make you sound more credible Absolutely. than you are. Right? Yeah. Nice, dude. So, like, this podcast is going in my fucking bio. I'm yeah, pretty, yeah, Adam Blank was a long it. and hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for sure. But yeah, so that's my that's my acting. I don't tell that yeah. story much. The comic I was with, uh, Nick, tells everybody because he oh, thinks yeah. it's so cool that Cowboy knocked me out, right? And my dad loves that fucking story just because yeah. he saw me get beat up. He fucking loves it. But uh, but I don't I don't Shit. tell it. I don't tell it. I don't because oh, I'm like it's, I feel like it's name dropping. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, I we're not say, friends. I would say no. Right. But like, like yeah. we're, we're not friends. Fair like, enough, Hopper and Cowboy don't yeah. know who I am. Yeah. And I'm scared of elbows now. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, it's a good story. It's good. There's other people who would be in that situation and, like, think they had made it, honestly, right? Yeah, so yeah. This is so yeah. good. And I realized, like, acting is not for me. No. no I mean, off camera. Yeah. Guy. And you had to reshoot it? or Yeah. No. So then we reshot it this year. 
uh, basically the whole fucking scene. I don't know if there was a problem with the editing or what, but Cowboy came back and Hopper came back. And Oh, really? Yeah, we took a few hours and we basically just reshot the whole thing. And uh, no injuries this time. Nice. It was fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And he remembered it. He was just I was like, about to say, did he remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was just every time he went to like they only actually threw the elbow like once. They were just like, we got to get it one, but they were like, we're not doing it anymore because I couldn't help but flinch. Like I could, I was trying right. so hard yeah. to like, because he kicks me first, so I'm supposed to come out like I hit this wall and it's like I stand up like I'm, I got the wind knocked out of me. And you know what I mean? You're kind of like, what the fuck? And then he elbows you, and I just couldn't help it. Every time mm. he fucking braced back, it was like, <laughs> so they were like, just get through it one time and then we're good. So yeah. yeah, so we reshot it. I really hope it comes out. Like Michael, it's an absolute, it's like his lifelong passion project. He worked so hard on it. Everyone oh, cool. that was in it, but I don't know if it'll ever. I, I guess we'll potentially come into a theater. Yeah, near maybe you, someday. So. Every once in a while, one of my buddies will be like, "Yo, when's that movie?" Because everyone wants to see me get beat up. I think that's why I got the part. I've said that before. I'm like, I think I've got a very beat upable face, and they were just like, "You know what? He looks like the type of shithead that you want to see get punched in the mouth," and that's why I got it. I think. Hmm. So, <laughs> maybe I don't know. So anyway, who knows? The movie when it comes. Yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If it ever comes out, we'll fucking I'll plug the shit out of it. Nice. So. For sure. But awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that's probably. A good uh, note to call it an episode. Yeah, so, here's uh, your chance to play. Yeah, you want to tell, uh, tell people where they can find you? Yeah, it's better. I guess it's a better ending than fuck CBC. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Hello, well, like, well, not that, really. No, nah, CBC I mean, yeah. is pretty crappy. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys, I'm, uh, I'm a comedian. I'm here in Edmonton. I host Monday nights at the Comic Strip in West Edmonton Mall, Battle nice. to the Funny Bone. I host every Monday. Cool. Uh, you can also find all my upcoming shows at abcomedy.net. That's my website. You can find my podcast there. I've got my video game podcast, Remember the Game, and I have a new wrestling podcast, Wrestling with Wrestling, uh, that's not going nearly as well, but that's fine. Uh, and then on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at AdamBlank17. I follow everybody back, and as I'm just a whore for followers, and we can talk on there and be friends. So, awesome. Sounds cool. good, man. Thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah, thank you so much, rad, for, this was a lot of thanks fun. so much for coming. This was a good time. Killer. Yeah, Take care.